This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to Celtic Rumors TV, the Balls and Bobble podcast with your host Mark and myself, Paul. You can check out all the links to the podcast in the description below, including our forum page, the podcast, www.celticlumens.co.uk. We all Celtic supporters discuss all things Celtic. On tonight's show, we will look back at Celtic's 4-0 victory over St. Mirren and look ahead to the Scottish Cup 4-1 time against Greenock uh, Morton on Saturday at Celtic Park. And finally, any general news that's around the club in the last couple of days, we will talk about that. Uh, firstly, though, I'll hand off to Mark for a few shout-outs. Thanks very much, Paul. Uh, <clears throat> a few shout-outs to the lads off the forum. Uh, Tim Alloy, uh, JFP. JFP's going to be coming on again, Paul, one Sunday. I said to him last night, just said, let us know what Sunday mm-hmm. you're available. You're available, rather than us asking, pestering you about it. Do you know what I mean? Uh, JFP, a Glasgow Green uh, buzz bomb, uh, big jabber, big big jabber had a bit of a tough day today. That's who mm-hmm. we know tonight. But we're all pals, jabber, we're all here for you, mates. So I don't worry about that. An evening there, Brian in as well. Uh, I think that's about everything, really, Paul. I've no, there's not really much mm-hmm. on that side oh. of things. So Celtic 4, St. Mary Neil, goals from Leela Barra, Kyogo 2, and David Tormel 1. Celtic manager. Uh, last night wasn't on the restaurant in St. Mary this time round. Didn't make eight changes to the team. His starting lineup was Hart, Johnston, Juranovic, Kobayashi, Starfelt, McGregor, O'Reilly, Abada, Kyogo, and Yatra. The subs, Haksabanovic, Moy, Tormel, Uwata, Bay, Mahida, Forrest, Ralston, and Stephen Welch. The sacks for the game. No, so, no, 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 so I've done something wrong here, Paul. No, you go. Yeah, I have him there. Seconds then, I just get him up there, man. Thought you would put him up there, like, no. I did, no, I've got them, but I've put them in the wrong thing. <laughs> I've put, put them in the wrong thing. Oh, that's because I was rushing after, if, you know what I mean? I was out of the day as well, which is, a, a rare, which is a bit of a rare occurrence. <laughs> they're a, they're a rare, the they're possession, rare. 76 to Celtic to their 24 to St. Mary's, shots 17 to their 9 shots on target, 6 to their 3, corners 8 to 2, and fouls 5 each. Firstly, though, Ange gave debut to, to a new uh, centre-back last night, Kobayashi. Wacker was on the, the, the bench last night, we respected to see him. But in terms of the game, I thought some of our passage of play last night, I thought was just was just brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. Aye. <coughs> it, it, it reminded us of what we've been talking about, Paul. Mm-hmm. It's been missing, isn't mm-hmm. it? It really it has been. It's a goal by the team as well, Pick your best team. I know it was only St. Mirren kind of thing, Paul, but for some of the kind of performances, I mean, I, well, I was at the game talking to Big Jabber at the semi-final game. 
and we spoke about it, Paul. A lot of the times it was like watching a Brendan Rodgers team again. Mm-hmm. All that back, passing, yeah. passing, passing, passing. But I thought last night, you see, it wasn't back to what we were kind of used to seeing watching under Ange when we were kind of when he first started taking off. But mm-hmm. see, last night we were, were getting back there. I think that's one of the best performances, Paul, that we've seen overall for a Celtic team in a long time. I honestly yeah, did. So long, I think we're looking back to at least October. You know, because I think since kind of September we started kind of. Well, it seemed to be the Champions League. Yeah. The yeah. Champ, for me, honestly, Paul, for me, it was the Champions League that kind of mm-hmm. knocked us off our stride. Mm-hmm. But for mm-hmm. whatever reason, whether it was because we, we were losing that kind of the winning mentality or whether it was the morale we was doing or anything, but for, for that very first Champions League game, Paul, against Real Madrid, Celtic's been. It's struggling, it's struggling. Because like, when you're in the game, like if you take that first game against me, which is like we could have been cheating up at half time. I know, you know I know. I mean? You know, and then you lose the game 2 0 or something like that. Like, so it's going to have an effect, you like. So I, I, I agree with you, like, that since the Champions League, it kind of did knock us off. It's like, you know, because you're, you're playing well in York, Mark, and then you're not getting the results. Like, it's going to have. Aye. Really. That's, I mean, well, actually, I've been in a game. It wasn't much as, like, I'm not going to call it like a European hangover. It's because that was a thing Celtic, the, the, after Europe, Celtic always seemed to struggle and that. But it was, it was just, I, I don't know, the team just wasn't as plain. Plain like strangers, Paul. Not, not saying, like, not saying, like, it's like a hangover, but would you say, like, it's, we're such a young team, Mark, and they want they to handle that kind of game, like, say, they they played well against Leipzig and stuff like that. They still didn't get the result. Like, would that affected maybe the young players and the likes of these Japanese players who probably never experienced something like that, Mark? You know, uh, like, I you mean, know? it might it really it might have. It's hard to it's hard to put your finger on it. They're playing week in and week out against the likes of Saint Mary and Aberdeen's and stuff, and then you're going to this next level. And for, for me, Mark, are we Leipzig like, are a level up Atlantic at the moment because of their wage budgets. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Uh, you know? You know? Well, as I said, last night, I, I really thought it was... It must be, uh, for, for, I'd even say, Paul, for the majority of the game, we looked a lot more like we were getting back to the t- kind of team that we were watching at the beginning of the season and that. It's like, what I noticed last night, Mark, is we kept the ball. You know, we didn't let the, the opposition have the ball. No. You know? We, we, I, yeah, in fair play to St. Martin as well, because they came out and had, they had that goal. <laughs> but that was key, Mark. It was against St. Mirren, it was key to get the early goal against them because it put Robson's plan off. Do you know what I mean? He, his plan was to kind of attack Celtic, but then when Celtic scored, they had to change slightly. They had to kind of go some bit defensive then because they, they were going to concede more. And, He's the only man, Remak, that does have a go in the in the lower teams at Celtic. You know, he doesn't sit back. You know, uh, and you've got to, maybe it's just an opinion, Paul. I'm going to get beat here. Mm-hmm. No, I don't mean to get in that, but I mean obviously the beat is earlier on. I mean the guy, he's the only manager in Scotland that's beat Ange this season. Mm-hmm. So, but maybe that and we start really be thinking of putting that down to Angie's team selection that day. But, I mean, I don't know. These teams have got nothing to lose, Paul. Well, I was thinking of that last night then, Mark Rice. When he made those changes, it was all in the season. Moy was kind of only in the squad that time. Do you know what I mean? A lot of the, the, uh, a lot of the players 
not really first team players we want kind of up to match fitness. I think if you could even send them to St. Burns Park the Mora Paul to play yeah. that game again and Celtic would probably beat them. Yeah. It's just one of the freak results that come along every now and again, but mm-hmm. you just dust yourself off to own. At the end of the season nobody when we win the league, nobody's got to be moaning that we that we get beat with St. Murn. Mm-hmm. Um I had Joe Hart down, Mark, uh, because something that me and you could have always talked about in the goalkeeper situation here. And for me this is why I think Joe Hart is important to Celtic because fair enough we have Seagrass who like could become a good goalkeeper, Mark, but does he have the mentality, Mark, to have the concentration like Joe Hart when you have nothing to do for the whole game and you pull off a save when it's one nil? Like right, Joe Hart is down at the corner. You know, and I mean that... Joe Hart Paul, Joe Hart makes his mistakes in games. Mm-hmm. And I think I mean he's what thirty four, thirty five. Mm-hmm. He's no going he's not gonna get any better. No, no. Do you know what I mean? And we we know what Joe Hart brings as a shortstop a lot of people I just heard from somebody I read it somewhere on Twitter probably Twitter and somebody saying that Joe Hart's just a, a, a poor man's Craig Gordon. And I've I mean, that's just crazy, crazy talk. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. even the new, I mean, Joe Hart's pro. For me, I'd say Joe Hart, the new, is probably a better goal, goalkeeper, all-round goalkeeper than Craig Gordon really ever was. Well, without doubt, Mark, because you looked like there last night, like he'd not to do for the whole game. You know, and then you put, like, I was talking to a fellow there, yes, yes, today, actually, and I played soccer with him, like, but he was kind of in the... The levels above me at the time, and he was in goal as well. And we got talking about Barkas, and he said that was the reason, one of the reasons why Barkas didn't succeed at Celtic because he wasn't used to not having shots at him. You know, he wasn't used uh, to. Uh, you and, and keep, he, no, keep that concentration level. Yeah, he couldn't get. He couldn't get that. I mean, we've, we've, uh, right. we've spoke about that before, Paul. I mean, yeah. it must be one of the loneliest jobs in football. Yeah. Being a Celtic goalkeeper, do you know what I mean? Because you're, in, I mean, you could even say early early years it was probably the same when like Gorham was at Rangers and stuff like that. Mhm. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't have much today, but when they were caught up on, they were they were alert and they were in it and they and they done it, and that's the sign of a, a class keeper for me. Exactly, exactly. Um, Kobayashi started last night uh, in place of uh, injured Carver Vickers, but I think it was kind of more down to a cord mark or something like that. Was it? Well, it was a bug ad I heard, and then the then the sort of came up that it'd been a niggle, so I don't know. But mm-hmm. Ange, Ange doesn't say much when it comes no, to No, he doesn't. But well, just looking at Kobayashi last night, he the highest pass rate and his accuracy was 98% mark last night, right? 98%, and that was one of the strengths why Ange wanted this player in because he wanted a ball playing centre-back centre who he can keep moving the ball forward. And I think he gave the perfect example last night, Mark. But is that not what Carter Vickers does? That's what I, I, mean, I said that on the Discord, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For me, Kobayashi's a backup to Carter Vickers. Could be. I mean, I know I, people. I mean, start, I thought Starfield had a great game last night. He made that dodgy pass right quite early on in that. But after that, I thought Starfield played great. I think when and he's you know, you've moved Starfield, you've moved Starfield out of the right hand side of that defence yeah. here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I thought Starfield actually looked more better, and Kobayashi was more comfortable Denmark in the left when, when they switched. 
You know, like which is, I mean, when you look at it, Paul, I'm, I'm a great believer, and I, I just, I just talked to wee Steph about it, and he said, oh, I'd, I'd have Carter Vickers and Kobayashi, and I'm like, no, I said, he's, a, I said, he's in there to be t- probably back up the new, and maybe Carter Vickers replacement, but a year, like a year, I know this summer, maybe next summer or something mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. because you need, a, you need a big tough guy that's going to throw his body about good in the air kind of thing and that and and then beside him because we used to call it a stopper and a ball playing centre back I don't know mm-hmm. what the modern terms it is but that was you'd a big stopper like like Vidic at Man United yeah. next to Rio Ferdinand that's a perfect example in it mm-hmm. in, in like the modern era that's the kind of for me that's your ideal centre pair and for me it's Kobayashi and Carter Vickers and Starfield mm-hmm. I don't mean Starfield's the main man saying that, but I think it's Carter Vickers and Starfield are fighting it for... Uh, Carter Vickers and Kobayashi are kind of competing for that ball-playing centre-back position. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's you need a bit of blood and guts in the defence. It's all right being a bit sulky and being able to tame a tackle, but you need well, a bit of a, a tough man in there I, as well. I saw an interesting thing as well last night, Mark, as well, like is that St. Mary kept the ball on the floor last night. Do you know what I mean? What's it going to be like when he comes up? It's going to be a test form as well. Not when he comes up with the likes of Livingston. So, I mean, these tougher teams who who just lob the ball into the team. Like Aye, that. I mean, I mean, exactly. So, it's all cliche, Paul. How how would Kobayashi fancy playing in a freezing cold December night on Dens Park getting kicked exactly. in the place we have? Aye. You know, that's the, that's the kind of next step now that we kind of see. But look what I saw in Brian. Just, just Brian here. I don't think it is, Brian. Just for what I've actually just explained it to you. I don't think Starfield's starting places in doubt at all. So would you think so, Mark? Looking at the four we have, right? Because I, I, I think Welch is going to go out and loan. Ah, it looks like that. 20, I was he's 23 today now, Mark. 23. So he needs to be kind of playing... Really, Mark Foster, at that age, don't you? Aye. You know, you know but, see, I mean, I like Welsh. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I, I used to wind Mike up about our future Celtic captain, Stephen Welsh. But when you think that he's, he's 23 now, yeah, then, then when you yeah. think as well, Paul, that his teams are not laying that they're looking at them. So they're seeing stuff. Mm-hmm. And then all the stats almost add up for teams in Italy and places like that. And to he's be looking tough, at Mark. Like he's a tough back for the size of him. Like, you know what I mean? I'd, you know I'll mean? tell you, I'd rather have Welsh in my team than Jens. I was just going to say that to you. Uh, definitely. I'd rather you have know? Welsh in the team than Jens. Jens can just... I wouldn't take up the option in him, I really wouldn't. No, not now, Mark. I, I think it's about... It's nearly five million, Mark, I think, the asking price. For, uh, for, for Jens, like, you know? I'll just have a wee Google like that, Paul. But, I think but it's really 4.5, Mark. I think it's, it's, a, it's an expensive deal, I think, for Celtic. Uh, I'll, you know. I'll be quite honest, Paul. See, for what I've seen of Jens, I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't give you 2.5 million quid for him. I think but, you could get better for 2.5 million quid. Does, does, does Ange actually rate Jens now, Mark, since Starfeld is fist and Jens is looking and Kobayashi comes in? So does, does Ange think like he's not... Uh, the kind of defender I want, you know. But as long as this doesn't, as long as it doesn't mean that Carter Vickers is off in the summer, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the problem, yeah. Mark. In this, aye. You know, so like you, you're looking at four at the back. So, would you say it's going to be Vickers and Kobayashi and then Starfield and Jens that in in that kind of 
thing like if Carvick is the move for a would come in, if Stafford maybe Jens would come in for him or... But where would you categorise Jens in that kind of, what I'm talking about, that kind of ball-playing guy and like a big physical... Uh, he's not really any of the two, really, is he? No, he's not, Mark, no. And I looking at Mark, I think he'd be above him. With, I'd with say the, so as well. With, with, just just because of the way Ange wants to play out from the back, Mark. You know, yeah, it just reminds me of Julian so yeah, much. Yeah, trying to really run with does. the ball, Mark, don't he? Trying to run with the ball to the halfway line or or, so, or, or trying and to do this deep long pass or something, isn't this? And he's not keen on the physical side mm-hmm. too much either kind of thing, so... Yeah. No, I don't. I'd, I'd, I'd be really, really surprised if Celtic took the option up to buy Jens. I really would. Mm-hmm. And I think I'd, I'd be a bit disappointed, to be honest, as well. Mm-hmm. The the goals last night, Mark. Kyogre was actually since since he was left out of the World Cup squad. I, I, I honestly thought that was affecting before before that. Mark, myself, you and Terence kind of spoke about that. That maybe that was kind of getting his head in the wrong when the Japanese uh, squad was going to be named and he thing but since the World Cup is over and stuff like that, he, he has been coming back to his best, hasn't he? He's running off the ball, he's getting the positions that we wanted to be into. Hayashi seems to be picking him out, don't he, man? Aye, like aye. for me, Paul, honestly, Kyogo and Maida. I think Maida I, I used to I used to say all he done was kind of run about, but he's starting to add a bit more his game kind of thing. I think Maida's been playing really well when he's been playing. But uh, Kyogo, I, I still don't think he's an out-and-out striker. I really, mm-hmm. really don't. But he's mm-hmm. playing well. And I, I still think he would be better, just what I said, Paul, just playing off a striker. But if I'm just playing him and he's scoring. But I'll tell you this, Kyogo will still miss more than he'll score. Yeah. Do you know what? That's the thing about it for me. <laughs> That's the problem. Uh, for player Mark, who was told... For Celtic, that he's not good enough. Like Hayate's passing last night was just uh, was next to none. Oh, I, 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 I tell you, he's been he's been a kind of one. He's been like the gem pole. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? Kyogo's here, and I, I, I don't see see unless somebody like Barcelona come in for Kyogo. I don't see I don't see Kyogo leaving here as long as Angie's here. I think so, Mark. And I, you and, know what? And then it'll, and then between all of them, Mark. I think. Aye. You know? And then it would, for me, then it would just be, he'll probably just go back to Japan. That's, that's, mm-hmm. I'm just guessing, but, but Hatati, Hatati's, he's only about 23. He's only starting his career. Does it, does it have to get through all that college stuff and all that mm-hmm. carry on in Japan? So he's, well, I mean, it is. came through the same system, Mark. What? You know, yeah, he came through the same system. Who did? Uh, Odu Oh, aye, 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 and everything in Japan that he's... Oh, like high-profile, merchandising and stuff like that, aye. Yeah, yeah he's supposed oh, to I be... I didn't know that, was he, aye? Nearly 50 million posts on Instagram and everything when it went down there. Uh, uh, when he went down Vogue, it was nearly 50 million posts, Mark, just for him when he was on the picture of Vogue. A wee bit more than I got, too. Yeah, you know, can't say that about <laughs> Kobayashi, though, with that goat-flicking moustache. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to shave that. <laughs> you know? 
I, all, you know, talking about a goat like we actually have one in centre back there with that. <laughs> I'm sure he must have thought he was going to France or something. Uh, <laughs> you, don't know the, you don't know what the fashion sense is over there, but, oh, but I think it's all like that over there, Mark. Uh, it's all about that kind of kind of thing. You know, start with me either, like with the moustache, like the, the, the moustache doesn't suit him, like, you know what I mean? But he has the moustache. It's kind of that samurai well, look you, or something. Which thing you take if you make you and you're sitting there with a man bun? True, too, yeah, but to see the can't see I think he'd be jealous. I think he would be jealous. Who? Mida? Well, Mida's obviously got to be jealous, isn't he? Aaron Moy, would you think Aaron Moy would say that? He was called last night, uh, he even had the hat on him last night, uh, and he was walking up there at half time. You know? See, the only thing about it, man, see the game and that, I I, I can't tell whether it's Mida or Moy that's got the ball. Do you know what I see when you're at the game? It's just because it's a ball to heat in that and they're up the other side of the park of that. I can't tell the difference between the two of them. I suppose too, yeah, because they're so far away as well. Aye, uh, uh, you're just kind of trying to identify them with. Do you mm. know what I mean? The two of them get bald Actually, peaks. the commentators, actually, was it the game last week, I think, uh, the commentators as well were saying, Moy, and it was actually me that I had the ball as well. So maybe they were kind of in the same... Was that, was that no Tom Boyd? Probably, Mark. I think it was Tom Boyd. I in front of him, I said. <laughs> you, know? you know? But I don't know, Mark. I just... Last night, uh, as, as you said, uh, like, it, it was like we were back to our best, weren't we? We just... It was, it was more of a thing, Mark. We concentrated on all game instead of concentrating on their game. Aye. It's, see, see, like last night, as we said, for the majority of the game, we, we, did real, we played really well. And... It's, it's maybe a good thing as well, Paul, that we've got a so like an easier game come Saturday. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if we can go and hammer more in that, but builds that confidence up again, and hopefully, I mean, hopefully we're kind of good enough to overrun Morton. Could that be the game that we actually click back to being it back to exactly. our best when we're playing a bit of a lower level of a team? Do you, really, do you think he'll make changes there? The, the, the one change, Mark, I'm actually interested to see is with Seagrass still injured. If he's going to start your heart in that game, and that's that for me, Mark says that Ange does not want Scott being there. No, no, I don't think so. You I know, think uh, it's about. I think Bean's just even there. The news just because yeah. if if Seagrass was there, Mark, he would have started against Kilmarnock in the cup the weekend, uh-huh, uh-huh, would he? Aye. You know. No, I think Bean. How many times have we spoke about it? Do you know what I mean? But I think Bean's got to. Could even take the hint now. Because at the moment, Conor Hazard now is back at the club. Was he yeah. back now? Aye. He's back now because that league now was finished. So he's back at the club from today. Like So it'd be interesting to see now, Mark. Like he, well, his contract, anyway, uh, is up at the end of the year. Aye. So will they try to sell him during January? You know, or make a decision, Mark? Do, because the, the reports I'm reading from Team Mark is that he's been very impressive. Uh, Aye, it does seem to be getting decent reports. Aye, yeah. he really does. Aye, you know, you know. Would you, would you would you offer him a contract? No, no, not what I saw him. Where you see now? He's yeah. twenty four now. I know that's still re- relatively young for a goalkeeper, mm. but he's never I mean, going to make it. No, number one now. Well, what I saw him, that Mark, he he'd be remembered for saving that penalty, Mark. You know what I mean? In the final, but, but do you know what I saw him, Mark? He didn't. I know we criticise Joe Hart for his lack of team, but when Joe Hart comes out, he gets the ball. Do you get me? Aye, you know, we've just aye. Got Joe, but he just never, he never looked comfortable. Mark. But 
could that have been done then as well, Mark, to the, the, the defence that you, time? We having you in. Even yeah. having you, how you doing, buddy? You know, like, but no, he just didn't. He's just something, Mark, that didn't, didn't really impress me. I would be comfortable. I'd be more comfortable, Mark, with Seagrass there than, than Hazard. And Hazard. Like, yeah. And, and let's face it as well, Paul. Um, well, if Hazard, Hazard was for 23, 23 in the summer, if he, if he was going to be in and surely... Celtic would have gave him the chance to... And he would have been standby, no, Mark? Yeah, exactly. Aye, instead of, instead of bringing Seagrist in, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Hazard, it would be Hazard, Bain, kind of challenging for the backup position, mm-hmm. sir. When you think about it, even that way, you've got to say, maybe a wee large time's up now, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, I don't doubt he'll, he'll have a decent... He'll go carve out a decent career and be a oh, half-decent keeper for somebody. You, you never know, like these, the, this crowd... Might might want to come back in, but can come back in for him. Like you know what I mean? They might want to sign him, or they might offer him a contract in the new year and take him uh, along. You know what I mean? Like, pre-con- you could even offer him a pre-contract. Pre-contract, yeah, exactly. You know, uh, one fella anyway who's not going to be playing is is is, is my man, who has joined my local team back in Cork City. Uh, you know, like, really have you been, have you been done yet? Is that how you were late in the night? He's actually just... not. Yeah, they kind of don't take it lightly when a naked fast-year-old man jumps the fence and starts running towards the <laughs> 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 yeah, We are man-bun-bobbling about. <laughs> they didn't like that. You know? <laughs> it's like, who's this nut up here in the freezing cold running towards me? You know, I actually don't think he's here yet, Mar. As you, you know, know, no. No, I think it's kind of uh, more... kind of. Uh, he's kind of just getting his own kind of house in order before he comes. Like, our season isn't starting until kind of mid-February. Right. You know, so I think he's going to be coming over. I think it's this weekend. No, he would go up this weekend. But I think it's a great move for Mark. You know what I mean? I, I spoke to you about things like like we have teams here, Mark, in this league who would be well capable of beating Aberdeen and teams like that. Like I mean, should we be? Who do we? Was it Shamrock Rovers not there? Dundee United, or was it Aberdeen? Was it Dundee? I was one of them. I you knocked them out of the the, the Europa League, Mark. So like it, it, it's a competitive league, Mark, and it's a good move for him, Mark, to guess first team football. You know, ah, that get him playing. Mhm. You know, know uh, that Darth Lowland League. I heard a a league one team came in for him for loan, and Celtic refused it, Mark, because they didn't want to draw attention to him from down south. That's how. They kind of wanted to keep him away from the English scouts down there, you know. So I don't know. The team sniffing around him. We've argued about this point. We were blue in the face, but any. I mean, I've only seen up a couple of teams that. But any team I've really seen him, I've just not been that impressed with him. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I do. I, I, but I, I mean, everybody, everybody. See, who was I was talking? I think it was Mike. I was talking about. I was talking about him. About him one day. And I say, just today was, was the day when Ernie out on loan, Paul. And I said to Mike, I said, everybody in the press and in the media, in the media, and like within football, all rave about him, but I can't even light in my own eyes. Do you know what I mean? But as I say, I've only seen him a couple of times. Yeah, it's just like, it's, you, I, what I'm going by is like. Why is there you go, Paul? He starts in TK. What's that? So it'll be Valentine's Day shortly. And Toby's earlier. I know, man. I know, man. I'm looking forward to. Do you know what, Mark? 
because I've spoke so hard miss, about miss, him. Mrs. Mrs. Paul finds a receipt for dinner for two in his pocket and that, and she's not been out the door for weeks. <laughs> I know, I have. Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to seeing him at, at, at Celtic so I can actually see firsthand, is this good what what Stevie Wood says about him, what Al says about him. Is he, is he going to be this keeper who I actually hope he'd be? Do you know what I mean? Aye, you know? aye. You know, so that's why I think it's a good move because he will be number one, Mark. Because aye, aye. our keeper's got the Fleetwood, who uh, Harrington, who we who, who was our keeper last season, and I did this. Scott Brown, isn't that? Yeah, Scott, Scott Brown, Brown, yeah, and the lad Cochrane, Mark. He'd be more. This fella Cochrane, Mark, would be like Bane at Celtic. Like he's a, he's a good backup, but you wouldn't like him to be your number one for the season aye. ahead. Like you know what I mean? So I aye. think, like, you know, like. Colin Healy, Mark. It's, you look at Brian Coffey, Mark, who didn't walk out at Celtic and he came to Cox City. He's a changed player. Like He's one of the top players in the in the Cox City team. Aye. aye I follow Cox City on Twitter and you, do, you see how good like, the guy, that wee guy is. He pops up on their tweets and that all the time. Yeah, yeah. He's, but, the players, like, they've got to come to a point where players have got to go and loan and start playing I think it's a good and, league for and, him Mark to start aye. you know that way I wouldn't have liked him to, I wouldn't have liked him to go to uh, an SBL team Mark because I, as I said you know the times of the podcast he's too young for that level at the moment but I think the level he's in now the League of Ireland there's teams there that he could be be impressed do you know what I mean it, it'll be it'd be, it'd, be, it'd be to his level Mark some of the teams he'd be playing in the kind of lowland league and stuff like that. Like there'd be a few players like that in, in the League of Orange. I mean, so it's a good move for him, Mark. And it's a good move for Celtic, I think, as well, letting the golf for that. And you, you know the first blunder that gets tweeted out of the place, you're going to take torture out of it, Paul. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, now we take it. You put your head above the parapet with something, man. You just take pelts. Obviously, mm. that wee man bun pop up, Matt, so get our target. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, no, I'm looking, no, seriously, no, freaking, I, I really am, I'm looking forward, because he plays, like I would say, if he's similar to Ange, no, Mark, but he likes to keep the ball on the floor, do you get me? Right. And this kind of football would kind of suit the way Celtic want Toby to be playing, do you know what I mean? Play out from the back, do you know what I mean? So it, it's it's a good move all along, it's a good move all along. Well, I, th- I think if he can, if, I think if he can prove that he can play out for the back, Paul, it'll It'll give him a big kind of plus in being an ex-Celtic goalkeeper. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. I'll still be surprised if he makes it in the Celtic first team. I've said that to you. Well, I was talking to... Was it, was it talking? I was listening to a podcast, but it was for another team, all right? And they were talking about... It was actually about Manchester United, Mark. They were talking about David De Gea. And he's getting old, no, like, you know, and they, they were saying, like, they're linked to this keeper, they're linked to that keeper, and th- this podcaster came out and he said, look, what do we no, want? No, like, fuck we... off, don't say that, it's what he said, man, you need to say, Toby. No, no, he said, like, <laughs> what, no, what do, what do we want, he said, do we want, we're, we're linked with these keepers who are 26 and 28 years of age and 29, like, do you want that? He said, like, my opinion is, like, we should be bringing in a young keeper now, in, in his early 20s, 20 years of age, let him be around the first team, like Celtic are doing with Toby, let him learn off a senior keeper in Joe Hart and Segrist, and learn off there. And then if he's good enough for him to maybe take that 
Play I a fair two, three years' time, do you get me? I, you know, so. I don't, Paul. See, like, guys look the hair in that bit, Paul. They're, they're like, once in a generation. Do you know what oh, I mean? Once in a blue moon type of players. That kind of way. You, know you know what I mean? mean? And, I mean, don't get us wrong. The hair career, I mean, he get, most goalkeepers get better as he get older. He get worse as he get older. He did, yeah. Do you know what I, I mean? But I, I don't know. I, we went for Craig Gordon and I was against that. Because because just because even his injury record because I thought the guy's a pure dick. Right. We went for Joe Hart and I've said this to you before, Paul, see when it's time for Joe Hart to leave. Do we go should 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 Celtic look at the goalkeeper position the same way we look at any other position, as in like who can we bring in to, exactly. to, to bring on and sell on as a profit? And Paul, if you're bringing in somebody to develop they're going to make mistakes. They're going to cost you games. They're going mm-hmm. to make mistakes. They're going to have howlers. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it would just as well, every, I don't know, three or four years whenever these veterans or whatever you want to call them, goalkeepers retire, we just look at the next veteran that's ready to retire and kind of bring them in for the next two or three years. I, I, I agree with But thing is, Mark, I don't see Ange being that type of manager that would bring in an old goalkeeper. That, that he brought in Joe Hart. Yeah, but was Joe Hart kind of already on the books, Mark, before Ange came in, do you think? That we were already linked with him? Uh, well, there's probably probably the same as McCarthy. It was like, yeah. look, we could, this, this is, we've got this deal, these deals are on the table if you want to sign the plate, you want yeah. to give them the okay kind of thing. Yeah. I, I, I think anyway, we, I, I say, Mark, we get another season. Oh, aye, I think aye, I think so. I think next summer we'll be yeah. looking to replace we, Hart. We know Denmark maybe. I, I would say this summer, Mark. I would think it'd be on Andrew's radar this summer, but maybe next January, Mark. I think we, we, we might hear a few names this time next year, Mark. We might see a few names sucking wrong with Celtic. You know what I mean? Like, aye. One thing, actually, Mark, I wouldn't like to do is I wouldn't like to be a keeper from Japan. That's just my opinion. I think. They, they, they'd be too light, Mark, I think, for the Scottish League. I, I really would. I really would think that. You know? Uh, there's, they have, just even with the clips in that poll we've watched, there's no, there's no really been any kind of no. Japanese keepers stick out or anything. No, really. they wouldn't. Like, it would just, I wouldn't be really comfortable with that, Mark. I'd be fast got in. I mean, and, and we've got to remember, I know that we brought back, we've been doing the Barker's road with four and a half million quid. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't it didn't work out. And he's it, he's Mark, playing well. It, do you know what? Like it's it's for me it's the hardest and most important signing for a team to make and to get it right. Do you know what I mean if you're all feeling like you have players around you to cover you? Oh, I'd I'd say a strike I'd say a striker's more important. That's how strikers are costing uh, you millions up and millions of pounds in that. Not, not, not that sense like boss. Like, how would I put it? Like, if you get it wrong, you know, oh, I, 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 it's a total disaster. Aye, aye. If you get it wrong, if you sign a dodgy centre half, you can paper over the cracks. Exactly. Look at what happened. You have, you have players along you like to kind of cover it. Yeah, exactly. You know, I was just praying to God last night that Kobayashi wasn't going to have a chattery moment, Mark, when he freaking made his debut. I was praying to God it wasn't going to be like that last night with him. That's what I was. You know, was it Dewey? That was that his name, Mark? He made his debut in the cup that time with, with Roy Keane, was it? Hey. The centre back. Do you remember oh, him? I can't, I can't remember his name now. 
That's no, no, Chad did. He was a right back, was he? No, Chad, who was the fan centre back? But you know the fan I'm on about that made. Then we could beat with Clyde. Clyde, yeah, we got hammered, didn't we? We got beaten. Aye, aye, that was my team's debut. Yeah, we had the green jersey on, yeah, and the 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 the, the crest was in the mid with the night mark. The jersey was night. I said that's any time I see that jersey, it just reminds me of that last. You know what I mean? The right <laughs> testimony and, and and the last we had. Man, I just prayed to God, Cobay, yeah, she wasn't going to have that moment last night when we were playing there last night. But Jesus, and just back to back to Greenock, Mark. I, do you think Andrew will be in some French so it was, so, Sorry, Paul, I, it was, it was Dewey. No, no, it wasn't it Chad Dewey. It was Dewey, Dewey, is it Dewey, Dewey. you pronounced it? Dewey, aye, that was her. Aye. You know, I was close. Oh, fair dues oh, right. Fair dues for you. Yeah, fucking hell. Their turn, sir. All you right, turn. You, 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 you want to come on turn, sir? You want the link? You know, did Mark, was it? He played one game and then he was gone. I didn't play many at all, man. <laughs> There's no, mate, there's another one, who, Coco, Coco Azuno. Coco Azuno, Jesus Christ, man. Things like that at the time, and I, I, don't, the, I don't know whether that was money, but see what you're talking about, Paul, about popularity and stuff like that, or whatever, but there was some right crazy transfers went on at that time. Yeah, I remember who was that? Who was that? Strachan, that was under Strachan, wasn't it? Strachan, yeah. yeah. Did, did you hear the story about... Um, Harry Redknapp, that he was taught this fellow could play soccer, and the fellow over in Brazil, and he was taught that he was this brilliant, brilliant player, and he signed him for Portsmouth, and the fellow never played football in his life. Aye. <laughs> and he put what him onto the pitch against Portsmouth. Did, <laughs> did Graham Soonis no sign a guy because somebody told me he was Georgie Weir's cousin? <laughs> I think so, yeah. I think there, was, so. Aye, there was something like that as well. Yeah, but that? like back then, like you had no way, Mark. Like the dash, you have no like you can scope to play over the internet. You know what I mean? You know you can. Aye. You you'd know the play before you sign it, but back then you were kind of going word for mouth, really, like weren't you? And relying you on scout. Aye, it's you not getting a tip off back in the old days. Scouts getting your tip off and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Like back even then, Dormac. Dormac were brilliant. Like you know what I mean? I never, the one I never forget is the the Robbie Keane moment. Like you know what I mean? This time last year, when we signed Robbie Keane, freaking the Celtic website crashed. You know? Hold on the new Paul. You there, Ter? I am indeed. Can you hear me, Len? Oh, I can hear you, Ter, and Si. Thanks for mm-hmm. coming on, bud. I know you're a bit busy. Uh, no worries, no worries. We're just talking about Terence Dick the weekend's game. Um, do you think Andrew make changes, or do you think he'd kind of stick with the players now, kind of, as we played well against Kilman, or kind of keep this rhythm mentality going, get the players, keep them fresh? Um, I suppose it depends if anyone's carrying the knock, boss. That's the biggest thing, because with if you looked at Hamden, for argument's sake, the pitch looked extremely heavy. It looked like mm-hmm. the, the ploughing championships or something were on it. Do you know what I mean? And, and then you heard the game last night, even though, the, again, the pitch looks, it looked, it was a lot better, but you could still see when it was close in on the pitch, there's a lot of heavy ground as well. You know what I mean? I'd say if players, players, any players carrying any, any kind of a niggle at all, you'd be kind of, be kind of going, look, there's, there's a big enough squad there to be able to say, you can come in, you can go out, you can come in, you can go out. They still make three or four changes, Paul, and it shouldn't make a drastic difference, to be honest, to the team. Mm-hmm. The, the majority of it, the majority of it think would still stay the same, but, you know, you, you know, I have to give a few players a, a, few players a run to see what they're like. Just have a shout at the new Paul, David, David Stalker, I think that's a new guy, is it? No, thanks very much for joining us, David. Thanks for coming in, bud. One player, Mark, sorry, uh, 
I think that needs to kind of get a start line to get his fitness up as Haxavanovic because he's been out a lot lately. You know, maybe. Well, he's just coming back. Yeah, no, but yeah, I, mean, I thought he'd have been. I thought he would have been fit for last night, Paul. If he would have kind of read, but mm-hmm. I don't think he's far away. I'm, mm-hmm. I like him, Paul. I'm, I'm I want to see him in the derby, Mark. I want to see oh, him in the derby because I think we're always saying we're lacking that bit of a uh, bit of fight turns in the derby. I think he's the one player that could bring that. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'd like to be Rangers players would brush him off, you know. Oh, he, he's he's the one guy that should be saying he definitely won't be taking a step back. Mm-hmm. There's no question about it. He, you could, I, he, in fairness to the guy, Paul, he laid down his marker the very first game he played. The very over first game he played. Over a throw in to you, not it, Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, and it was, it was overthrown. It, it was an away game. It was in front of a load of their friends. And he was having none of it. Like He was having mm-hmm. none of it. like, And he wasn't, for, for a guy's first game... You know, sometimes they might be a little bit cheapish, and you know, he was, he was, he was basically straight in, wading straight in, and you're kind of saying to yourself straight away, yeah, that's the kind of guy we want to have a but little you know bit of poise about him. Like, do you know what that does? She's up the rest of the team as well. Like. Yeah, exactly. That's it, Terence. So you just need, you just need one player to 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 bring that to the whole team. Like, remember that game? You Cal McGregor screaming at Blasic. Do you know what I mean? You know, you just yeah. need one player to bring that bit of bite to the team, and and it breathes across the whole, the whole team. Then turns, don't this? You know, well, it, it does, yeah, it does, and, and that and that's what they need because we we've often said in in a few games, certainly as Mark has said on numerous times, when it comes to the derby games, it's the midfield battle is the key, and a lot and a lot of times they just try to bring the physicality side of it, not do football, mm-hmm. just physicality, yeah, yeah, like they did in the semi final. Say in the cup last year, that was only just mm-hmm. basically brutality. But you need to be able to dish it out as well. Mm-hmm. If if it comes to that, Haksavanovic me would be one guy that would have absolutely no problem doing. It. No problem. Um, just I'll say that see this see this team next year. We'll be Haksavanovic will be we'll be salvating over him. Yeah, Mark. I just I think he's. I think you've a big impact on Angie's team. I really do. Mark, is he actually signed though by Celtic? I lost the story there. Oh, aye. He's signed. That there's not that he can go back to Spartak Moscow because of, no. he's actually signed though. Yeah. No, I, I, I signed in any. See, there was something that came up. There was an argument between his Ruben Kazan and the. the his previous team, but that asked asked two about it, and there's nothing. The Niger Celtic player, there's nothing. That's mm-hmm. between the other two teams. That's between Ruben Kazan and whoever it was. He, they they bought him for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, probably Ruben Kazan. Yeah. Uh, so that's or even even don't you turn to like the paid transfer fees or the, the time. But if you owe money on a transfer, assume you sell the player, you're meant to square the other team up. But that's uh-huh. not the David Celtic. That's not the David Celtic. That's like that's like. Terms on me a tenner, Paul, and to get what I mean in you, but me, me tap you a tenner and say, get it off your terms. Exactly. No, that's exactly, isn't it? It's exactly, exactly. Yeah, same same really, principle. Aye. Do you remember doing that? <laughs> Let's go get that off him now. He owes me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's, that's the kind of, I think that's basically what it comes down to. Is he, Ruben Kazan owe money Celtic don't, and if there are any, any, I'd any UEFA sanctions or bother that's between them it's not a David Celtic or the player mm-hmm. no that's grand so because I was actually 
I was curious because like, I didn't know what like, did he fall into the Algar situation like oh like I know his thing is is is, is different all right and um, tell us briefly just your 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 thoughts on on last night myself and Mark was saying it's kind of the best we've seen Celtic flow in a, in a long long time yeah they they were it was very impressive no Paul last night I mean to to a man all the players I thought I thought were excellent I thought Juranovic looked very much like his old self. He, he, I thought he had a, a cracking game. He was flying up and down the wing all day. The, the new lad, Kovayashi, looked looked very comfortable on the ball, to be fair to him. You know, and he worked well with Starfelt and, you no know, heart full off a couple of great saves, to be mm-hmm. fair. And like, o- overall, they, and as well too, the subs that came on made a big impact as well, which is, which is, which is vital. You know what I mean? The, there wasn't the, the tempo didn't drop, nothing changed, everything stayed the same. It may have even picked up a notch, but yeah, I think it was an excellent performance all around. Do you think though there's something up with O'Reilly at the moment? Because I thought his kind of touch last night at times was a bit poor, trying to hold on to the ball mark when when the ball was passed to him, he the ball kind of bounced off his legs or something like that and went to a state maybe uh, player off. Just, just about for him. Yeah, it just uh, doesn't uh, kind of seem there at the moment, so it doesn't matter. You know. I mean, I mean. It's just thing, Paul. See, as soon as somebody's a bad game due to transfer window and stuff, like, oh, has he's been turned? He's going away here. It's like, oh, where's Carter? Where's Carter Vickers last night? Yeah. And I said, ah, he's meant to be doing in West Ham for talks. In that case, you know what I mean? But <laughs> people were getting after he did that. And it was just stupid part. But I, go, I, I looked on Twitter, I typed in Carter Vickers, West Ham, and it did come up on Twitter. I heard he was doing London talk to West Ham. Just absolute gar. Do you know what I mean? That's all it is. <laughs> Every oh, and, oh he's, when somebody said a bad couple of games, oh, I think that's him looking for a move and stuff like that. Players no, I'm just surprised, No, I'm not meaning you. I'm not saying you're meaning that, Paul, but yeah. that's the kind of general way you football. No, anyway, do you know what I mean? Do, do, do you think, though, like, th- th- this is only just just, just me, no? Just, just fucking things go wrong with my head. Like, do you think, though, that when McGregor was out and O'Reilly slotted in there, we, we've seen the best O'Reilly. I know that he's put back into this forward role, Mark, he, he, maybe, is he taking he more time well to adjust that? Mm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, is, is he kind of adjusting his thing now, Mark, to that thinking again instead of playing the kind of holding role well, that he did? That, I just, I'm just putting it down to a, a dip in his forum. I, I, don't, I don't think there's really that much to look into it, but he's just not playing very well, you know, mm-hmm. which is quite obvious because you know they'll start in many games. Yeah, because like, like you look at the goals and like the assists Mark he had this time last season and they were outrageous like you know I mean like for him not to have a goal this season. Maybe that's what he needs. Maybe that's what the boy needs, Mark, is a goal. Is he no is he no scored this season? No. 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 And after that screamer David Turnbull scored too. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, Paul, I, I, I do think that it made a huge difference taking O'Reilly from the whole midfielder role, the Callum McGregor yeah. slot, and moving him further up because he hasn't played as good there as he did when McGregor was out. That would be my he first point. The second point is all of the game turns in that role, didn't yeah, he? He did, but um, also, it's, as I said, as Mark has just said there, Paul, it's just possibly they perform like if you look at Maeda's form four or five four months ago to Maeda now mm-hmm. Maeda four three or four months ago five months ago he was he was in the horrors like he was well, the, best thing about me, the best thing I heard about Maeda was from yourself and 
you, you said it here in a few things that Mead seems to be enjoying his football. He's playing with a smile, Paul. Yeah. He's playing with a smile in his face, and that, yeah. and he wasn't, he wasn't like that three or four months ago. That's why you're thinking, oh, okay, he looks like he, he might be heading for the hills, and he's, he's a different player now. He's yeah, a, and he's, a, he's enjoying, he's, a, he's enjoying his football. You even, know? even his crosses and his assists, like you I mean, like they, they were showing there last night, uh, the, the goal of the month for, 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 for December, and his goal of the month there, Mark, against, against Tibbs, like you know I mean, that was just. Unbelievable! That was me, the mark that we saw on the on the YouTube mark. the defence. I said, "Fit Terence has said there." I totally agree with that, Terence. I said it before you came on, but Maida and even Kyogo for me have just upped up to up their full games over the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, especially. I mean, Maida. I mean, Maida. He was just. He was all he done for me. He was running. That was all he was doing. Do you know when he was on the bench last night? Do you know what he had? Do you know when the, do you know when you sit down you have one of those pedal wheels <laughs> pedalists that he thought he was still running. <laughs> <laughs> that he never stopped like <laughs> But even yeah. even Kyogre, even Kyogre, as you said there, Mark, I mean I watched Kyogre at one stage and the ball was played through to one of the the their opposition and Kyogo was back defending and he in for the shoulder and he's sheen out the ball and two minutes later he's up chasing up the field and he was running all over the place and they were Mark, com- and, and Peter Grant was commenting, commenting yeah, about it. Peter Grant amount, actually said it last night. But, he said, uh, yeah, the amount of stuff he's doing off, off, off the yeah, ball is unreal. You, that's why he's going to ask Mark, Mark, did you, do you know the start, Mark, when you've been in the stadium and handed and stuff there the last couple of weeks and, and stuff like that? So his movement off the ball and what he does, kind of what we don't see, like you know what I mean? Who? Kyogo. Oh, aye, aye, definitely, Paul. He never, he never stops running. He never stops running. You know, he's always, he's always on the move. Did Sky get rid of that? Did remember the Sky used to have, uh, the player cam, and you could you could zoom into the player, and you could watch the player off the ball. Is that God? Is it from Sky Terrence? Do you know, or is it still there, or? I didn't know you could ever do that. Could you, do, you? you could do that, yeah. You could do the player. Oh, I didn't that, Paul. And you could you could click the player. Then you wanted to track. Then Mark joined the game. I could yeah. have just watched Roy Keane for ninety minutes. Exactly, man. Oh you know, my god! You know, fucking hell! I, I actually that don't. Be, that would have, have been a know, dream. <laughs> you know, I, I actually don't think it's still there. But no, but it is like I, I just briefly on on last night. Like, but, Paul, we can't have enough cameras to run VAR. You're talking about cameras fucking watching one player for the player. That's probably the camera. She just when I mentioned VAR, here's Terence Issel, but you've been talking about uh, just just before we came on, I was reading, I didn't even get finished reading it. Uh, Sunday, I'm, sorry, off press, uh, oh, I know, referee, yeah. uh, but you've been on a bit of terms, but referees at next month's Club World Cup will communicate decisions taken after VAR reviews to the crowd as part of a new move by the, IF, the IFAB. Mark, they're testing that. I, That's I, what I'm I, saying. They're going to test us at the next they, month's Club World Cup and that could end up being part of terms going forward. But, part of VAR but, is that you'll hear what the ref's saying and everyone, even in the stadium you'll hear it. But, but you see, Mark, as well, that's that, and that's excellent. And 
But it, it would be very easy to explain to the crowd, if you want to call it that way, if there's specific questions asked, like in the rugby, is like, all they need to say, is there any reason I cannot award the goal? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all needs to be the question. And if they go, uh, it comes up, and they look at it in the van or something, it goes, uh, Kyogo is, is offside. We, we've done a, uh, the offside check and it shows that Kyogo is offside. The referee always needs to say, after further review from the VAR, it's confirmed that Celtic number nine is offside. And that answers the question. They don't need to go into a big elaborate explanation. And the same way if it's a foul, that they, if they, whatever way, is there any reason that I can't award a penalty? And they say, exactly. there, has been, there has been contact made. I, but but, but for what I'm reading in that, terms of what you've said in, for the last few months, that you'll hear the actual conversations between them and how they've came to this kind of decision. Yeah. It's not just a case of, oh, it's not, it's not a penalty, that's it. Oh, right, no, no, no. Not, but, you actually hear what they're discussing and yeah, it's the same as the rugby. They'll, you'll hear them and they'll have the, they have the discussion and you'll hear them the telly clear as day like, and you'll hear them and they'll go, they'll have it up on the screen and they'll be looking at it and you can say, and they'll look at it from the angles or whatever and they'll say, yeah, look, it is serious foul play, he's coming with his shoulder, he's caught him in the face. Exactly. The thing that impresses me with the rugby is that the referee pinpoints the, the play he wants the, the, the VAR official to check. And that's what it should be, Paul. That's should what be it should be, exactly. Yeah. Not good, the, good night, Brian. Thanks for joining us again, mate. Here you know, we buddy. Not, not the VAR checking stuff and telling the referee. Like, there has to be... And that's the problem, Mark. It's it's not the referee reffing the games anymore in Scotland. It's VAR. And that's... Well, they, you, they just got it all wrong. Well, the know? only thing is, though, Paul, in rugby, the, the, the official, the VAR official... Um, Basically, alert the referee. Yes, exactly. Yeah, he could he could say he could say to the referee, "Fragman said he said, uh, look, he might say whatever. Check, check, look, serious foul play, potential serious foul play, and the referee will stop the match and then look at the serious but foul play." But that's the only reason Terence Var should stop a game if there's something that the ref didn't see that serious foul play. Var then should actually automatically like. What was that? Not the reason Var was actually brought in for what to detect this second serious foul play. You know, that referees kind of don't see and stuff like that. You know, because, like, you look at Kyogo's run there last night and his upper body was, like, that. that's the one thing with the offside rule that bugs me. You're in a run position, your chest is out and you're offside because, like, he, basically his chest was offside because of the way his posture was running. He was offside. But they deemed that that's part of your body that you could yeah. score with you think, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was watching... So I, She's sitting here, and I said to her at the time, "Watch this again." And I was like, "But," and it was some play. I don't know. I don't even know if it was a Celtic game, but it got offside, and it was his hand. It was it was like his arm that was offside. Yeah. Looking at, looking at the lines they drew in the telly, to me and grot bags, it was his. It was it was his arm that was just sitting there totally. It was his arm that was in offside position. It's and that was, that was gave offside. And yeah. I was asked to Abla. It's meant to be a part of your body. You can score me. Yeah, but there has to be some kind of leeway, Mark, don't it, with the offside one I mean, at the moment? It's actually, Paul, my take on it, I've said this a few times to, to, to Bethes, my take on it should be the ref should go there, have a look at the screen, watch it for all the angles he wants and all the things, and just say to yourself, see, in real time, mm-hmm. if I'd been staring right at him, would I have known that his 
Aaron or Toe. I bet his I bet his boot was offside. No. Mm-hmm. But but where's you know where's I mean? the where is the Unless I'm unless I'm lost and you can one of you can explain to me. But when did when did the decision of the benefit of the doubt to the forward stop? Because there used to always be it was the I was they used to give the benefit of the doubt to the attacker. Now it's mm-hmm. now it's basically the attacker needs to start they need to start even get that now, Terence. You don't even get that now, Terence, when there's a fifty fifty run on goal. No, the but that's what I'm saying, you need you need if you're, gone, like yeah. If you're an attacker now, you need you need to say to yourself, I need to be at least half a yard behind this yeah. guy before the ball's flip. Yeah. Or otherwise, otherwise I I've no chance. And it, even if there's the smallest margin, like I mean, the the one of there was there was one there, and you you showed it, they showed it, and it's a fraction offside. Yeah, it's offside, but you're looking at like half a boot. I mean, it's fantastic in like. We, we we were lucky saying Aaron's goal was offside last night, Mark, when they went up winners. That would be a different story last night. You know? Aye. That was bad communication. I mean, see, like, from Joe Hart and defence there last night. But see, when we're talking about VAR in that, right? What about Kilmarnock's penalty claim on Saturday? Stormont. Stormont. Yeah. If I had been Kyogo in the opposition box getting took down like that, they're scheming for that all day, every day. Mm-hmm. If I had been in. And the Kilmarnock box on a Celtic player, we'd be on here talking about ideas, bar bumped us out of that again. Mm-hmm. So, and I say this all the time, Paul, Terence, you know that. We've, we've got to call out the good and the, when it goes for us, we've got to. Do you know what I mean? Oh, so you, if yeah, it's, you've got to. If, it, if it's wrong, you've got still got to, to say it, Terence, isn't it? It's got to be VAR with, with basically unblinkered eyes. You can't just say it's VAR for the simple uh, uh, it's, it's just VAR. What was it like, like Mark? To. To, to, to be there, Hamden Park and <laughs> very wet. Well, Ham- Paul, I swear, I swear to God, Paul, Hamden is a shithole. I call, I, I said that an absolute shithole. She's at a national stadium. Disgrace. Not, not mm. Paul, not just even that. Right, see the turnstiles. Right, I was going up to turnstiles and I said to Stephen that I done that. I don't think I'm going to get through these. A because of my size. Right, and I, right, and I promise you, I'm no fat. But A, because of my size, and B, because I've got crutches. Jesus Christ. Right? And, but even, even, even like Steph and that were struggling to squeeze through these turnstiles. But and like, then you get... Well, it's, it's, it's Murrayfield, Mark, like, like oh, a region. Murrayfield, Murrayfield blows Hamden clean... Celtic Park blows Hamden clean out the waterfall. Honestly, it's an absolute shambles for a national stadium. Well, where it is, time, the parking... The parking, the facility, five five weeks ago or something, because Queen's Park don't use it anywhere, Paul. Jesus, Honestly, five weeks, absolutely. And the pitch was a disgrace, were not it? The pitch was well, an absolute Paul, the disgrace. The weather didn't help. It was stoned down for yep. all day, yep. all day, all day, Scotland, basically. Mm-hmm. It was the weather. The weather that really didn't mm-hmm. help. I mean, we absolutely get drunk and drink mm-hmm. walking to the ground. We get drunk and drink walking back to the ground. You know what I mean? It was, but... I mean, I, match, again, I, I loved that. It. it was well worth it. Do you know what I mean? Getting mm-hmm. soaked and being sore as anything the next day and that. Apologies mm-hmm. for anybody that was waiting a podcast on Sunday. That was my fault. I was, I couldn't, I could hardly move out of my bed after the walk I had on Saturday. Jesus Christ, but, but I have to say one thing, I have to say one thing, Mark, sorry, Paul. I have to say one thing, and this is not related to Mr. Celtic. There's no way in that the second match should have been played on that pitch. 
I don't think it was fair to Aberdeen or Rangers, and I know it was either to them. But I, I think it was an absolute joke that you had the Celtic and Kilmarnock game, which was barely playable, and by the following game, it wasn't playable. I'm not as safe as Kevin's. Hold on, hold on, two seconds, Paul. Yeah. Patrick, I put that up and I didn't even realise that's a new name. Paul, Patrick, thanks very much for joining us, mate. You're more than welcome to join in any time. Hail, hail, bud. And, and what I was, what I was saying, Paul, as well is I know it wouldn't ha- it wouldn't happen, but to me that to me that pitch isn't isn't playable mm-hmm. at, at this level. To me, I don't I'd love to see it, but I know it wouldn't. They should. Terrence and in an ideal world, in an ideal world, in ideal world, would I be played? The final would be played in Celtic or in Ibrox, and flick yeah. a coin and see who gets home advantage and split the, split the gate fifty fifty, because mm-hmm. that pitch is not, that pitch is not fit for purpose. Someone's going to get a really, really bad injury on that pitch if he keeps. I'm not in favour. Celtic's pitch fit for purpose terms. We were taught that's what I was going to say. It's it's been great last night. It's been great last night, though. But he looked better than Hamden. When he bought this, didn't he, Rogers? Aye, that's that's a remnant of the kind of Rogers era and that. But I mean, see, honestly, I don't. I don't. I I'm put really the pitch was a shambles after it. Being, being in the weather, I'm put, I'm not putting it down to the weather really. I'm up, but in the carnival home, I said to Stephen, I said, don't be surprised if this weather and rain keeps up that they're trying to get this game called off tomorrow. But mm-hmm. thankfully, it dried up and Sunday was quite, you know, Sunday was quite dry winter, mm-hmm. and that kind of helped it. But it's, a, a, it's just a full thing. It's just it's, a, it's just bulldozed. It's just me. Like I, I'm not in favour anyway of having. Uh, the semi-finals play in the same stadium that the final is going to be. You know, I just take it's taken the whole experience of the final out of getting there to get. Uh, you know? actually getting to the, but supposedly being like the, the holy. It's like yeah, fighting your way like to get to the FA Cup final, finally getting to Wembley. Yeah, and doing was, that it was, should it be was, something it special. I, I gave you like, it was England did it like down down south like this that uh, doing that. And, but the thing about doing that, Paul, is there's only, depending on who's in the semi-finals, True, if they were in it right, there's no way they're going to say, right, to be neutral, it's Celtic, Kilmarnock, Ibrox, and Rangers and Aberdeen at Celtic Park. Not, that's not going to happen in Scotland, you know what I mean? That's yeah. they're just places. Place, place, no, but Paul, you wouldn't trust the Celtic fans in their stadium either. No, you wouldn't trust vice versa, Mark. You aye, aye, that's no aye, no, I mean, you can't go through that, Paul. The but, Celtic fans would be right in your stadium as much yeah. as they would be in yours. But what I would say, Mark, just to go back to one point that you raised, and you're, I understand what you're saying about the Celtic pitch, and it certainly was, you could see last night, certainly a lot of wear and tear. But if you look at the amount of traffic that that's getting compared to what Hamden gets, Hamden isn't even used, like. It's ridiculous that it's that it's one game and it, it looked like a 1980 rugby match was after being played. Yeah, it did, Terrence. That's right. That's what, like, the last game you said, Mark, was nearly five weeks ago. That pitch should have been in good. Like, that, the pitch was actually in bad condition even before the match started. Do you know what I mean? You know, it's it's shocking. Paul, shocking. But, 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 again, Paul, honestly, that's. I'm just putting it down to the weather because I've nothing else to see. You know how I'm saying that? I've not, I've not, I haven't seen the pictures that to compare how it looked like before that torrential rain that we had all the constantly yeah, all yeah, day on Saturday. Yeah. Right. And even during the game, even during oh, the game, man, it was, 
It was stoting out the bits of the... <coughs> another thing about Hamden, they've got these bits of, I don't even know what you call it, just black, whatever, between, like, behind the goals to the stand, which doesn't help the atmosphere, but see, when I was just standing there, I could watch in the rain, you could see it was bouncing. The rain was literally it's bouncing off this kind of black hard surface. It seemed to be a long way away from the pitch mark in Hamden, don't you? It kind of takes away the atmosphere of it, don't they? It seems like the fans seem to be too far away from the pitch or something, don't well, they? It's a, see, see, if, see where you are, Paul, the atmosphere's probably brilliant, but it's, it's like, our bit, all the young ones were all jumping about mental singing and that, but see, like, just the next bit, all the young ones were jumping about mental singing, but it was different songs. There was yeah. no, like it's Celtic Park, there's no kind of, I, I don't know what you would call it, like, Harmony. Everybody, I, I, <laughs> harmony, I. Everybody kind of joins in with the same song. Yeah. I like last night when they started singing Glasgow Green and Right, the stadium split the songs between the, the kind of verses. I, I, like I, 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 I love I mean, when that's been sung. That I think that's that. I think that's a great song that the fans I mean, singing. Like. We had a cracking view, absolutely cracking view, like a pyro in that before the game. But it was there was no harm. There was there was no unity, no harmony between mm-hmm. what the fans were singing. We were all mm-hmm. kind of singing different songs, but it was loud. So where you were was kind of loud and fun, but singing different songs where everybody else is and everybody being in unison and blowing the place off, like, off the roof. Mm-hmm. But I think you'll find, you'll find the sorry, Paul, I think you'll find the marks. There'll be, there'll be a lot more, you, you know, joining together, harmony together when it's the final. Because there's so I, much so much Celtic fans there compared to the, the pocket of Celtic fans. Whereas uh, you're going to have one half and one half, and yeah, I think everyone will be singing the same tune. Like, yeah, everyone will be singing the same tune because obviously they'll be trying to make sure I mean, out out noise them, so to speak. I mean, we've been in, we've been in. We Steph is driving in that, and we didn't have a close test. Like, any idea where to park? And I'm like, I've never been to Hampton Park sober in my life. I says, I don't even. <laughs> I've was, I was, never never been to Hampton sober in my life before. Do you know what I mean? And that was certain. Where we parked, as I said, it was a it was a right heavy trek. Mark was like a tourist asking for fucking directions. Oh, <laughs> and then we walked we walked down, and I'm looking about, and I done that. I said, "Tear man, this is all the but We were standing there in the middle of these Kilmarnock fans. Jeez, it's like we cool. ended up at, in the like, we'd, but you to pass by the Kilmarnock end to, to get to your seats and stuff like that. But I didn't twig that it was Kilmarnock fans because it was dark. I thought it was green and white scarf, but it was blue and white in the dark. Jesus Christ! Though. Yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, another news around the club. Uh, things have been circling uh, around lately. Uh, things about Dominic McCoy and his lack of ability to uh, to negotiate with contracts. Uh, hence, Ivanovic and Gio sell on price. Uh, is it seems to be one. I just want to read out a piece I, I came across. Dominic McCoy negotiated transfers of McCarthy. Ivanovic, Gigi, and his negativity to exploit by the agents who agreed a ridiculously low selling fees didn't run it past Michael Nixon, company secretary at the time who signs off transfers. Desmond went ballistic and he was soon gone after, apparently messed up a percentage selling clause of Ayo's contract. Gigi is on 12 per week and wants uh, a party with top honours such as McGregor, Cam Vickers, who receives 24, Yatter is also one of the highest paid paid figures in the in the club. 
Banker also bullied because he recommended it wasn't Lord that thing. It was actually Banker who recommended McCoy uh, expect this news to be in the wrong said newspapers in Scotland in the next 24 hours. I know, Mark, you were talking about this on the the forum page and, in, and the new guys on the the chat there. We have a forum page of the podcast. It's www.celticlumens.co.uk where we discuss kind of things off the podcast and we kind of link the two. We kind of bring in kind of stories from the forum page to the podcast to discuss them. But this was one of them, Mark, that came up there the last couple of weeks and Right, Seems to be why you have added a chunk to your mark of selling clauses, Mark, or crossing that four million. Aye. Just shows probably all reading the forum, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Taking their news for the forum. No, but I, I mean, and it, it explains a hell of a lot. It fills in a, a, a lot of blanks, doesn't it? Why, <laughs> what, what, I, mean, it but, I mean, it really does. It's like, as I said on the forum, Paul, it's not as if you're... Turn up my Thursday to get a start as a welder on a Monday with a pair of denims in that one. Aye, can you weld? I there my certificate. Sorry, right, starting Monday. Yeah. This, this is Celtic hired like a, a headhunter, executive headhunter company, and they've been, they've been through all these interview processes and all these diligence stuff and all that. And Mackay still get the job in only lasted months. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the full thing was bizarre. Mind there was the stories that his wife is no well, which thankfully turned out not to be true. But you could have seen that. But why did he end up in that position? I don't even know how to put that in the words. I don't think how why how did he end up in that position after the amount of interviews he said, even off the off the record phone calls with guys, we chats about how things work and stuff like that. And mm. then after what it was even here three months. Yeah, and then just blew out the door. It just, and if that, and as I say, that's what I'm saying. If that, that must be the case in my opinion, you Paul, because it just fills in so many blanks on the story which what went wrong the first couple, kind of couple of months under him. Definitely, Mark. Definitely, like because I was reading there like the other day about Jovanovic's team, like like only a couple of months ago. We were all valued Mark nearly at fifteen million, like we would expect oh. fifteen million and like he's a great World Cup and all of a sudden there we're seeing bids come in for four million. Like we're looking going, How in the name of God has a player who got man the match against Brazil in, in, in the World Cup, uh, Champions League experience, uh, Croatian International, and then valued at four million. Like this is but it's not just can't just throw that McCoy Mark. This is going back to recruitment here by Celtic. Like, really, you know, like, how did this fucking get the job in the first place? Uh, aye, aye. You know? But as I said, Paul, it's not, it's not as if you're, you're hiring somebody as a welder and then you take them on the canny weld. Exactly. After one interview, this is, I mean, these interview processes at A level of jobs, they take on for months, surely, There's about five processes to a CEO of interviews. There's about five. I'd say I had to do about six different things to get into striker, and that's in a production line. Ah, dear, so, like, you don't like about that. But, like, you would you consider, Paul, if you go for if you went for an interview for your own job, you mm-hmm. probably you probably you wouldn't just meet them one day and they go, oh yeah, well done, congratulations, there's your job. Like, but, like, uh, but she she no, would, no I, but, 
see when you get get to the point of meeting who's going to be your boss terms, there's somebody head there's either a, a recruitment company or something. There's a head recruitment company there. They, these guys these guys for CEO jobs, they're, you, they're, they're not it's not an it's not an Irish jobs that are e. It's like literally they're headhunted. They're going, this guy we know that we've we've through context. This is a guy who we need to look at. This is a guy we need to look at. This is a guy we. They've probably shortlisted maybe five to eight guys, and they've gone okay and broke it down and like you're. I'm sure these guys have had conversations with Robert Desmond and Ian Bankier face to face. I'm sure they've had conversations with Peter Lawwell. I'm sure they've had conversations with the recruitment company, with the HR company. Like these guys would have gone through a multitude of different different conversations, chats, meetings, meeting tons of people. And then for them to go, yeah, to me. Do you think it would ever come to the point that he was actually sitting right there in front of just the board? Yeah, I do. Well, I would come to that. I don't. I, I didn't know if that I, would actually I would, happen. I would, I would think. I would think for for. I would think for a position like that, Mark. It would definitely. You would certainly. You would certainly meet with the. The, the higher echelon of the board, put it that way. Could it could it also be, as well, Terence, to do we think after job going by this thing that I read out there like that fucking maybe banker was behind to be pushing it all and giving them such high high recommendations, Mark, that they trusted banker's position on this. I bet you went, Paul. Yeah. I mean, if this guy's on your radar and you've got a member of your own board saying here, I've dealt with this guy. This guy's a serious. Do you know what a serious professional? I, th- I think you could could do a turn. He had a big job in the Scottish Rugby Union before he did yeah. Celtic. Yeah. So, like, I don't know whether, like, but the main bank here or Peter Lowe or any of these boys are into the rugby, like, but. But the contract negotiations would be different than to the way we do them in football. They'd be massively different, Paul, because four yeah. million, four million. There's no rugby player in the world has been ever the highest paid player in the world. In rugby is about a million a year. Wow! And did that's you sell, can you did you buy and sell rugby players? No, terms? I'm no. Not, honestly, I don't no. follow that. No, no, no you can't do that. No, no. The rugby union terms, isn't it? Like you kind of deal with the kind of if no, it's all it is. All this is, is, is contractors. Is contracts within the club. Like if you if you're playing in Munster, you're contracted to Munster, and if you're good enough, you get contract with Ireland or yeah, contract yeah. or Leinster. Or the same in same in Scotland with Glasgow and Edinburgh. You but you can't contact Edinburgh and say we'll give you two hundred and fifty thousand for your number five, your second row. It doesn't right, work like right, that. The, the only right. the only way they go is when oh his contract's up at the end of the season, and yeah. he's and Munster go look we're going to sign him. And once they can them, then they can negotiate, yeah, yeah, negotiate, yeah, yeah. negotiate. Well, I, 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 I,
if if my company they are going buying the product like it goes before the board. So I presume if you're buying the player Mac, that player is going to go before the board's contract. Well, you know? Again, the way I've always the way I've always seen it, but is like what I've learned of doing all the football stuff over the last ten, twelve years. That is, it, it's like it gets it gets signed off for the CEO. Yeah, yeah. So, but I, I didn't think he'd any. If Norman Mackay's the CEO, it's him that's actually well, saying it. Like is, he, is he blue? Is he blue? Michael, Michael Sinoff. Michael that's Sinoff. what I'm thinking, Mac. Yeah, like is it a bit like him kind of stopping his own ego? I'm the CEO now. Like I don't need people looking after what I'm doing. Kind of maybe, thing. Maybe like, he was trying to set down a marker. Yeah. Have to say, look, this is right. Look at, look, look at, the, look at that. My first, my first transfers kind of hanging. I brought these guys. I, I don't. I, it might be something like that. It's going to cost the club at least twenty million, though, isn't this? But I, I, I don't. I see what you're saying as well, Paul. I don't believe for a minute that Nicholson didn't know anything about it. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I mean, even Ange, Ange's, what's Ange came out and said, "Well, transfers nothing to do with me. I'll leave that to Michael Nicholson and Chris Mackay." Yeah. As Chris, as Chris Mackay, isn't it? He's the new kind of money man. He's a financial director now, Chris Mc, no Dom, Chris, no relation. But even I just said that. Maybe said something about oh, I'll try and give him a busy was it a busy Christmas or a busy New Year or something. Maybe just a wee Ange quip. So it's what you're saying, Paul. I I know what you're saying, but that. how did how did it get by? It's got to be stagey, sure. I mean, there's no way that Dom Mackay sat there all night sitting there writing up a contract for two do you know what I mean we all had this kind of stuff and he's wrote the contract and dealt with it so well, other people in the chain of command have, must have seen it but I think, I think I'm nearly sure that I'm nearly sure that Michael Nichols speciality is contracts he's he's obviously a solicitor by profession but I think I, his side of it is the contract I suppose the finer details of the contract obviously the, the legal sides of the contract and all the rest of it but that, that, was, that, was, that, was his, that was his role. That was his role. At the time, at that time. Yeah, previous. That, when, that, that, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Terms at that time, Michael Nicholson was doing the job. They knew that this Chris McKay's doing. He was the money man. Everything between, everything was between the CEO and the money man. They worked everything out whether they could afford to sign anybody and all that kind of thing. So, mm. although we're saying McKay made an arse of these contracts, you've got to still look at. Well, Michael Nicholson must have been. It must have been. Involved in that process, yeah, it must have been. But at the same time, at the same time, Mark, look at all the look at if you if you flip the coin, so to speak, and not comparing like with like. But look at the way Peter Lowell always reacted, behaved. Michael Nichols was still involved there, but Peter Lowell was the guy like said, "This is what we're doing," and it may be a case that Dominic McCoy was, "This is the way we're doing it." Yeah, he might have advised aye, him. Aye, aye, that's, aye, that's a good point there, aye. He might be saying, look, that's, that's quite a poor sell and that's a quite a poor thing. And he goes, no, no, in my opinion, that's a good deal for us. I'm the that's CEO. The aye, that's, he, that's, the that's where the buck stops kind of thing. Yeah. Aye, aye, I've never thought it that way, Ter. That's a good point, bud. Because, because Peter Lawwell would have always had, in a sense, the rule with the iron fist, so to speak, that he was always... He made the decisions. He made the, his. It was the final decision. Rest stood with him, and he done it, and that was it. And we always criticised why have we only paid one and a half million for a player when we could have got a player for three million or stuff like that. So, unless Dominic McCoy has come in and he's he's been under Lawwood's wing for 
uh, two or three mo- two months, whatever, and Peter Law would say to him, listen, you need to put down your marker early. You need to do X, Y, and Z. And maybe that's the way he, that's the way he does it. Uh, I, I don't know, but, you know, it was, done, it was done by his predecessor, so you can't necessarily fault Dominic McCoy if, if that's what his predecessor has told him. This is the way you need to perform. I don't know. Uh, no, that, that's a that's a good point, Terence. I never thought about it like that. Like you, you need to put a marker down, show that you you can you can do these kind of big deals to get the fans on side and work everything out, and it's just kind of been pushed through because it, as you said, the buck stopped at Don Mackay. Yeah, and Law will, or as I said, Law will always was was always done it his way. So. You know, I mean, you mean Michael Nichols and all in the background as well, like the the elephant in the room, according to the Twitter and all the forums and that. I'm pretty sure. Is Peter is Peter Lowe holding transfers back now that he's back in the room? No, no, he's not even a bad. Nah. I don't, I don't believe it for a minute. He's not allowed to turn, isn't he? No, no, he'd have, he'd have, he's literally, he's to me, Mac. He's been given an honorary position as chair. It's like an honorary aye, an honorary like That's what I would think. He he's gonna chair chair meetings, he's gonna be involved in that. Like because if if he was going to be sticking his beak in, so to speak, he'd have done it long before now. Even, even, even to the he, fact even to the fact that see if Peter Law was sticking his nose in, you would just put there, no, aye, but you would just even you'd even just see like the CEO position, you'd just put some yes man in there. You're not gonna be Bringing a guy up and up and paying him a heavy, heavy, heavy wage and bonuses and all that if he's just there being Peter Law's puppet. Because Peter Law will be like, why am I paying him a million pounds a year to do that when I can pay somebody £500 a year to do the same job and all that then basically say you know what I'm telling them to? Mac, did you say something about Chris McKay? Sorry there, Terence. Chris McKay. Chris McKay. Did I read something there recently that he's stepping down due to cancer? Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Well, I don't know, Paul. Yeah, it was either him or the fella, uh, is it, is it, is it either him or Reed, that one of them is stepping down because uh, they're, they're fighting cancer and I tried to find it, which one of them there it was. That's why I was so quiet. You probably... Wondering there why Paul was so quiet, like what was after happening. Is he knew so you, so you were doing your hair for the morning, you know. But no, I, I think one of them I heard is uh, yeah, right, Terrence, the screen? You know, what? was that no Eric Riley, Paul? I think so, Mark. Was this? I think that was Eric Riley. That, yeah, I, I'm sure it was Eric uh, Riley. Yeah, the stepped down the joke to cancer there. He was fighting cancer for years or something like that, and 
supposedly stepping down, that that's not good news if he's stepping down either. Which God of I mean this, you know. No, Eric, that was a that was a for you back, Paul. Eric, really was it? No. No, man, this was recent. But I was only reading this. I thought it was Chris McKay. That name sounds different. I just can't find this. Like I typed in our grade. That's coming up since two thousand eighteen. But another well, one. Very really one to quit Celtic after Celtic finished director after twenty one years. That's two thousand fifteen. He was diagnosed with Parkinson's yeah. disease and prostate cancer. Yeah, I no, can't see anything about Chris McKay. Yeah, he's only a young man. Surely that's what I'm saying. Yeah, surely God, he's looking like that. You know. I just think well, maybe they, maybe sometimes in Twitter Mark these kind of those things pop aye, up there. Aye, aye. I got mixed up there like you know, right? better gossip. Yeah, do you know what I mean? No, but if it is, I hope I mean, anybody we can't I hope anybody yeah. that's waiting on music answers no go to anybody there, like, so pizza, there, like, like Chris McCoy, like that kinda of came. Just to break things up a bit, right? There's a hack Paul's internet, right? Hmm. I've got a picture in for school, but I put it on the screen. Ew. This is the the this look look at the very top of the picture. This is this was the beginning. Well, how does oh my god! Off? The fuck is that? No, I don't I know. Can't see you, it's not. It's oh, I need to get myself off it. That's not came up right. Two seconds, just just chat away there. The new. <laughs> is that really you, Bon? Is that really you, Bon? <laughs> It's no that, Terrence, it's a wee man bun. The wee boy's got a wee man bun. I can't get the picture up. Jeez, man, I had uh, a skinhead in school, but I never had a man bun in school. Oh, that didn't How did that not work there? You, know, you, were man, you, you were a skinhead in school and now you have a man bun? Yeah, man. I, I went through phases, by Phases. That's what I did. I even had a bleached head and everything, by Phases, I did. Yeah. Mark Sands with the Slim Shady. Yeah, I was wrong there. I kind of, I kind of went with the trend. <laughs> <laughs> Next to be dreadlocks. If a Celtic player gets dreadlocks, I'd have dreadlocks. What, 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 what trend is it now? Charlie's Angels, is it? Jesus Christ, I know oh, what it is. Oh, it's fucking freaking me out. Uh, is do you think like we not like we're kind of coming to the end of January? Like, we're not a two weeks. Do you think Jovanovic and Gigi will be gone in 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 those two weeks? Like. I think so, Paul. You know, I, I think aye. Uh, all the talk about this kind of so creating Marcus kind of yeah. Who's it. that? Tell you see it? Oh, that's the fella from uh, the blue. <laughs> <laughs> he started the man bun. A wee nipple, a wee nipple in the top piece. Seed. Must have like, you know, the, the, the little rascals, isn't it? That's that. Is that? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Little rascals, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. It was Jack that sent me and said show that about Paul. It's the little rascal. His name is El Salsa. <laughs> you know, he used to be years ago, Billy. Some tin of Dax Rax there he put on that head. I said to keep that down like that. <laughs> uh, you all angels must know about that. I didn't yeah. know he was famous. It was Jack that sent me because I slag you about the man bun all the time. You know? <laughs> uh, but, you know, the talk about the, the Sir Chung Sung fella, that, that, that's kind of gone now, Mark. And he decided to... You know, this it's no Monday. Shit. You know? Is it no Monday's making a decision, Paul? Is it Monday, is this? I'm sure I've seen something about that. Monday's making a, a decision, but... Oh, you've been in this oh. now, to be fair. I wouldn't be... I, the last time they did it, the last time they they done something like that, it was Albin Ali, Albin Yesi. And we know how that turned out. Ah, you mm-hmm. shouldn't be begging these guys to say... No, 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 no. I'd say, Mark, he'd never sell the club to Celtic. 
you sell a sell Celtic to a player if they don't see the opportunity here. Aye. I think he's having reservations now, like and he's not hundred percent clear he wants to come to Celtic. Like should we move on to other targets? I'd rather Paul that if it was gonna be I'm not saying it it is, but I'd much rather a fella like a Kevin Nisbet if he liked if he wanted to go than a fella who's I'm thinking about it, I'm not sure, I'll see whatever whatever kind of better offers I get and if I don't get any really good offers I might decide to come. I don't I wouldn't want any guy like that at Celtic. I'd rather go on. Is is Nesbitt then taking us to this next level that we want to go at and Mark? You know, that's the that's the question there, like you know what I mean? Celtic's not getting interest in this but No. no I'm using just an example obviously, you know. What I, I mean? don't uh, no, I know that I but but she's Mark. honest, why no? What but why no somebody like for the homegrown rule because I read something there as well that we could be caught with that next season in Champions League but see the thing about it as well Paul if, if Nisbet's willing to come to Celtic and be said exactly. because that's what he's got that, that's what we know that I mean we spoke about it obviously Kyogo's number one if he's fit he's starting yeah, yeah. so you're, you're basically trying to sell him to be talking yeah. but I to be saying choice again, you're, you're not going to go and spend any kind of serious money on it because you're not going to really get anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not going to go and you're not and a guy that's worth eight or ten million pounds isn't he going to say, "All right, I'm just going to go and sit in Celtic's bench and get twenty minutes a game and stuff like that." But then they're going to pay it out of the No, I, I know that. I but, but I'd like to think, but turn uh, tears that we, we would if we need a, the main man again. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. If, if, that, if that was going to be the prices, like, who Ange picked and the team picked or what the backroom team picked. So it's what <coughs> I said about Giacomacchi. He's not happy with the money in that race. The chief had played more game time and scored more goals, which which I've no doubt he would have. I did. I definitely think if you went toe to toe, minute by minute, with Kyogo and Giacomacchi, Giacomacchi would outscore Kyogo every season. I, yeah. I totally believe that. I really do. But is no any striker we're bringing in isn't going to do this. And any striker we're going to I mean, any striker we've got. No, I don't mean no good ideas. Any striker we're going to need we've got to bring in is just going to need to be happy with what Gio Kamaki's role was. Yeah. And you're not going to get a a, a big international name to come and in. And and take that. So maybe Nisbet should be. I'm not saying he is. I know if you're not doing right. I feel I've heard he's no. Any mayor or any less than any other young kind of Scottish player that could do a job for us, but why no then? Why just no buy somebody like this? But oh, you know, I, I think it would. I think it'd be a good buy to be honest with him personally. But you know, I mean, the guy, the guy scores goals. I mean, my my biggest fear is Jake McAfee. Yeah, I'm just going to say that, Paul. Yeah, Jake McAfee's Kyogre gets injured, and all of a sudden it's my head up front because he played it. They put they start they played him at number nine last night, and Kyogre went off. And and that's that's what I've, I've said as well. If you only if you play with one striker up front, you need you need three in your squad. And if you play with two, you need four. Because if Kyogo gets injured, you've got once you've got the new we've got Jake Marcus. So who's on the bench? The striker. Nobody. My head, I'd say. My head is probably that's why they played him there last night. I, I, I we, we all know he's not a striker. Or you're, you're you're fitting a, a rune peg into a square hole to do a job yeah. for your terms. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Or they or they look at it playing a bad at the middle again. Similar thing, not a striker, but you know what I mean. As you said, what's that? Better? 
Paul, why did he come through? What age is the lad with her? Uh, 16, 17, maybe. He's not a fucking four, four years away, really, from making it to that level. Like, So there's actually no kind of young striker either there. Like, I, I, um, but, but, Paul, why? Right, but that's what, I'm, that's what I say. See, right, see your, your first rate, right, we've got Kyogo, right? Is, if Ange's manager, Kyogo's fit, he's playing. So you've got to have like a, a good backup at some level. See the third striker. The third striker should be somebody like we rock over. Or, mm-hmm. Like I mean, young Kenny. Def- or or I I or young Kenny. Or you go to the other side of the spectrum and you go for somebody like what they done with Defoe. Mm-hmm. They're happy. They're all their careers coming to an end. They know they're going not going to get much game time. Blah blah blah. That should be who your third striker is. Mm-hmm. There's no, I mean, they maybe only play ten games a season if you're lucky, which is good for a young guy or it's good for an old guy. So you're no, I mean, you keep going on about Twitter, Dean man, not in this month. It really is with all this transfer stuff and that. I think the one of the things with this Joe guy is that he's still going to be setting fiddle to somebody. Think so, Mark? Yeah. Think so, boy? Yeah. And that's a hard sell. That's a yeah. hard sell for a player that you're trying to bring on. Do you get what I mean? Unless you're seeing a player, a young player that's 21, 22, look, come in, get used to the system, you'll start getting games in a few months and we're selling him next year in the spot shoes if you earn it. That's a different matter. You, you look at now as a player, right? Obviously, like the player would resource Celtic and he sees that Gia Marcus is playing, is, is leaving, and Gia Marcus is the second string striker. So you're coming in to play that striker who's second to, to Kyogo already. Like, do you mean, like, I, 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 are you going to do that? Like, this fella wants to get a club that's going to take him to this next step in Europe. Do you know what I mean? To the B oh. club. Like, I mean, he's not going to, if he's going to be second best, he's not going to get that chance at Celtic, is he? Oh, Paul, as I've said, Celtic was seen as his best option because mm-hmm. it was the best option to get doing a move into England. Which, mm-hmm. which, which is his ultimate ambition, which is fair enough. But Celtic's mm-hmm. kind of, they're selling him the thing, oh, come to us, look at the players we've sold to the English League, look at the money we've got for them and stuff like that. But if the guy's just sitting on the bench and coming on when Kyogo's tired, he's not going to build his reputation that's any it. higher. That's it. So for me, you've got to, if you're a young, oh, would you let, your, would, would you let one of your sons or something like that go and, do that. You'd say, I'm really, you're just going to go in and sit on the bench. Mm-hmm. And at 22, 23, when you're trying to build a career, and you're one of the best players in the country, you're in the new, and you're going to go and sit on the bench and just. Exactly. 10, so, 10, 10, 10 minutes every Saturday. Yeah. Well, I suppose young Ben Dogs is probably a good example of that, Mark. True. Aye, you know, aye. He's pretty much. I won't say he's broken it. They see Liverpool are screaming for him now to get to get to get into the starting lineup. Don't but he's got he's got game time with Liverpool. I know I know people will say he got game time with Celtic and, and but that, that was some people were kind of saying it was right at the end before he was he was going anyway kind of thing. Yeah, it was nearly yeah, time to change his mind. A little bit too late. Right? Yeah, yeah. But like that's the thing like that kind of worries me uh, a bit about Ange and our youth system at the moment that we're signing. All these young players, Mark, like like so you asked a Kobayashi thing, and we're seeing players now like Lord Stephen Welch, like their opportunities are getting less and more less. And like 
we're constantly we're constantly here, Marco, highly regarded Laura's, but have we ever seen him get a chance? You know? Aye, I know what you're talking yeah. about. I know what could, you mean. Could, could he have gotten that chance last night instead of Kobayashi Mark? Do you know what I mean? You know, like what's that say for the pathway? Is is that pathway from the B team to the first team fixed? I don't think it is, Mark. You know, but the only thing you have to say problem from here. But the only thing you have to say as well is, and being devil's advocate here is, the manager, whoever the manager is, sees these guys every single day. For sake, Laws and the other younger guys that are right there on the fringes will be training continuously with the first team, I am sure, I imagine. And, you know, I'm sure Pastor Calgary doesn't strike you as a guy that doesn't isn't willing to give everyone an opportunity because the majority of the guys in the squad have had an opportunity at some stage, whether that be James McCarthy or whoever Stephen Welch has played. And, you know, they've all played, Ralston, they've all played. They've given chances. If if I don't know, but if Bosman Laws isn't catching the eye in training, for argument's sake, you'd have to imagine that's one of the reasons he's not getting game time. He's catching the eye down South Terrence, and that's what's fucking scaring me. Do you know what I mean? But, but he's, he could be catching the eye down South, Paul, more due to his reputation when he was at Watford than what's happening in Celtic. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't see enough of it to to to, to say yeah or nay. But what I'm saying is, if the manager's watching these guys continuously in training and they're bringing in X, Y, Z. Like, for, for, for argument's sake, the the Iraguchi one that has obviously gone south, so to speak, he brought in the new, he's brought in the new, he's brought, he's brought in the new guy who was in a, a very, in the exact same role, like. Behold, he's so obviously, um, what's the, the code in Germany? Lichtenbach uh, or something, is it? What's the, is that what they're called, is this? Over in Germany, Mitchin back or something, Mark, is that what they're called? Mitchin Gladbach. Mitchin Gladbach. They're looking to take uh, Gucci out and loan. Mm. So I mean, I'll just use him as an example. Terence, fill the motor. Yeah. I'll pay the petrol, you fill the motor. <laughs> 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 we're going to generate the technique. I think James McCarthy could be gone, but I think he's still injured, is he? I think he's still injured, die. You know who else is there? Uh, 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 yes, he like, he's still out long to the end of the season. Is he? Was, is he was that six months? or was that a season long? No, I'm sure that's a season long. You know, even like, when he's going to struggle. Well, we were just we, we spoke about him there, Terence, uh, at the start, and I think he best thing for him now is to go out the end of the season and and twenty he's twenty three today, Terence. I think he's okay. a new club. You know, I mean, well, he certainly needs. He certainly needs to go down, and he certainly needs to go. If not a new club, Paul certainly on loan. Yeah. But if it was me, I'd be making sure that the loan for me would be to one of the Scottish Premiership teams. Mm-hmm. I would much rather him see him with a uh, an Aberdeen or a Hibs or yeah. Dundee United or anyone. Just add him yeah. up. We have uh, a future at Celtic. He's gone back out on loan uh, St. Johnson till the end of the season. Do, does he have a future at Celtic, Mark? Do you think? Who? Adam Montgomery. Nah, you know? I don't, Paul. I, I, Paul, I think it's very... I, see, so hard to people, get thrown up. Aye, aye, there's people moan at us, Celtic, young players never break through there, and then they'll go away to their Liverpool, Bayern, Munich, blah, blah, blah. So it's a good enough for them. It's a big struggle for Celtic to keep holding them even down to money, and everything we've spoke about, about 
playing for Liverpool, training at a big fancy stadium, a big fancy training centre, just even been involved in any way by your Munich's going to improve your career, really. Do you know, do you know what that's I mean? happening as well, Mark? Do you know what's have to happen as well? Since the COVID hits, football, big clubs are, are raiding the small clubs' youth systems to get these young players and get them through their own ranks then and, and, and bring them in. I'm seeing that a lot, uh, especially I, with Munich. Aye, because it's good because it, rules are changing, Paul. That you can't. Uh, yeah. Don't quote me on it. You can't sign a player under eighteen or something like that to a club that's no close, to, uh, close to them, maybe. Yeah. There's yeah. Change, there's, there is changes coming in in this to stop me. I mean, Chelsea and Man City were stockpiling all these young players. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. There is, there's changes coming in to stop them doing that kind of thing now. Yeah. But you have to. Oh, you have to look at Paul is even in the SPL. If you look at and you hear Celtic are playing Kilmarnock and Rangers are playing Dundee or Dundee United, and all of a sudden you hear, oh, this this lad was uh, on Celtic's books, this lad was on Rangers' books, yeah, this exactly, lad was on Celtic's yeah. books, and they, they say majority of the the teams in the SPL and obviously maybe even the championship have players that have come through both clubs, mm-hmm. but but it's it's a very 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 small few that make it into their teams. Very small few. Mm-hmm. You have to be an exceptional player to stand out and to, to break into because the majority of the two clubs, they'll always have a, a large element of, of, of imports, if you want to call it, in, in, in their sides. You know? Mm-hmm. There isn't, they, aren't, they aren't flooded with, with, with Scottish players. And, you know, you, 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 it's, just, it's, just, it's just the way it is. Like, but we, could we get caught or with homegrown next season in in Europe, Mark. Eh, <laughs> uh, but but me, Dave Paul, what it means is we need to just name a smaller squad. Mm-hmm. And oh, see, really, does yeah. it does they does they really make much difference? Well, you don't have to name the twenty four. You can trim your squad down smaller and just. Ah, uh, if you if you no, if you've not got enough to meet the criteria, you just name a smaller squad to meet the criteria and stuff like that or whatever. I can't. I wouldn't worry anything about that, Paul. Celtic will be over that and they'll be able to they'll, they'll be able to sort that out by just putting youth players in it kind of thing and stuff like that. It's really yeah. Rudy Van Head, Joey Dawson. Did I hear something? He's gone out on loan as well to uh, to a, a League One side, I think. Joey Dawson, I heard he's gone out on loan. Just it's just a part of his next step, Lee, I think, in his thing at Celtic. You know, he'd be going out on loan as well. You know, uh, all the news uh, is it Scott Robson is this is uh, could be joining Scott Brown uh, at Fleetwood. There's there's talks going on there. You know, he was another player that's. Are you kid up? Man, we thought he was going to do a bit of turn as well, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, but look, Scott Brown maybe Scott Brown kind of sees similarities mark between him and himself. I said, you know, I mean, he's still quite young, is he? No, Scott Robson went maybe twenty 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 two. 22, 21, 22, Mark, I think they said there today, and I was looking up 22, you know? I mean, I, I, I mean, Celtic, Celtic try and sign the best young players in Scotland, but it's still, once you're signed for Celtic, it's still really, really, really hard to break into that actual Celtic is first it, team. Is it, Mark, is it because, like, I, I remember you saying it before, because there's, there's such a high demand on winning, that managers are reluctant to throw young fella into the team. Not even that, Paul. Or what? We're not spending money this summer. 
there a lot of there a lot of guys that were like you know your um, I don't know the average players, but a really really good good professional. Yeah, and they played for the jaws as well, like. He does the and, and Strang as well had to, he had to kind of juggle and sort out the financial mess Martin O'Neill left us in. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's another thing people forget. Martin O'Neill, he gives it, he gave us great, brilliant, fantastic days of yeah, Celtic we've fans. Aye, aye, he did leave us in a bit of a heavy financial well, mess. And God Strang came mm-hmm. in and sorted it, that out. He's allowed to come in. Kind of at the end of Martin O'Neill's era, Mark was it? Was that when he came in? Wasn't this? Uh, it wouldn't be. I just uh, maybe. I maybe there was a maybe a wee year over Latin or something like yeah, that. Yeah, about of, the same time, but at the same time as that, like you know what I mean? Like wasn't he, the, wasn't he the head of the finances though before he became the CEO? Could have been Terence. Yeah, he was the, he was, yeah, he, was, he, was, he was the chief accountant before he yeah, became the CEO of the company. Yeah. You know, like that's thing there, like the players their parents are saying they're like talk first touch and stuff like that that's what bugs me about tumble <laughs> you can see what he did last night do you know I mean that was a crack and goal last night like but he's capable mark of doing that week in and week it's out a, oh, a million percent oh, i agree with you on that paul i you will know, it's consistency know. with turnbull i will i'll say that i you know he's the he's the potential to come a max not not be max there but the potential to be that player but it's just one week there is it just because of the opposition or i don't know like you know he, he he's the thing to be a top player for us like but he just doesn't one game there he, really, he could be awful like you know what i mean he's under a two or an eight yeah guy there's, no, there's, no, there's no in between like you know Cause he's either brilliant or brutal but that goal last night that was I was a screamer. But Mark, that's, but Mark, how many times did we see him score goals like that? Like, do you know what I mean? You know, like he's capable of doing it. Like, I mean, he just Turnbull, for me, Turnbull should have stepped up to take out the Rogic's role. Exactly. And, and, that and, kind of wee sparky, something different. He, he, I mean, Rogic, I, 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 well, I mean, he was really like, he, he, he was in and out of eye. Yeah. But, but Turnbull, for me, that's what Turnbull's slot in the squad should have been. That kind of right. Yeah. I'm going Rogic is away. That's what I'm going. That's my. I'm taking his spot in the squad. You know, like because he's a skillful. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Turnbull is for me as good a player as as like skill, like technical wise as Rogic was. Yeah, well, no doubt. But it's just consistently, Mark. He needs to be doing it week in and week out. Like, Aye, you know, I, I will agree. I'll agree with you on that. Week in and week out, Mark. He, he'd be in the team. Do you know? He doesn't mean? seem to have the stamina part for me. Yeah. For some for some strange reason, I don't know why. But he doesn't yeah. seem to have the he doesn't seem to have the stamina for me. He seems to be. I know there was a, there was a stage where certainly under Lennon he was continually continuously taken off. I'm not saying that was right or wrong, but he just seems he just seems to fade over the game. The last quarter of it. You look at the likes of um, Taylor, Radisson, Mark, who, who who took their game to the next level on the end. But right. it looks to me like Tomlin just stayed at the same level he was with Lenny, as what yeah. Terence was saying there. Like, you know, he never kind of really stepped up, did he? You know? Maybe next year will be Turnbull's year to step up. You know, yeah, I would like to see back. And, uh, you know what I mean? But it's just consistency, because like, you know... Again, Paul, he's only 23. 23, he's a young lad, like. Uh, so when you're, we're sitting there talking about Welsh and stuff like that. So Turnbull, Turnbull can, 
can learn under and there's no doubt about it. You know, uh, uh, second, is, is he is he affected by injuries, Mark? You know, he seems to be picking up injuries a lot too, don't he, as well, don't he, Tomball? Uh, and Daffy niggly, niggly injuries and stuff has, like that. I, I say that to him, like, any time he kind of gets a decent run, he picks up an injury. Like, I mean, he, he, he has had, since he came to Celtic, a bit of bad luck, really, hasn't he? But, uh, but, but at the same time, though, Paul, you know, I'm not disputing he would have had bad luck. But at times I wonder, do do do, do player, players accept the injury too easily, in my opinion? I'm not saying... I, yeah. I don't, you know, rather than just like how how serious is the injury? No, you know, I mean, know is it, it's, it's only the injury you get a bang in the knee, you get a bang in the knee, and you're like, oh, I'm out yeah. for a week or two. You know, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying anything towards the, towards Turnbull or anything, but I wonder sometimes could a play like I wouldn't see a Scott Brown doing that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Or a Callum McGregor doing that. He's two minutes in the last eight. It'll be two minutes. Just keep talking, I'm remember, just going to remember, keep talking. Um, Jorgen Klopp said that about Sturridge turns something that you were looking at there. He, he used to say Sturridge, Sturridge's injury is more so in his head than yeah. in his body. Do you know what I mean? You know and, and, that, and that's all I'd be fearful of, Paul, is to do players accept an injury more than, like, are you, you know, are you genuinely so, are you genuinely injured? Is it is it an injury that's going to yeah. really stop you from playing this game? It was the same with Julian Short. Like this time last last December, there when we were stuck at the back there, and the physio was telling Ange that he's ready to play, and it was Julian himself telling Ange he wasn't ready to play. Like, and that's why I think Ange actually had enough of Julian that time when Julian. But, yeah, I, but I would understand him. that. Do you know what I mean? I mean, if you're if you're if you're a centre back, Paul, from if you, like for argument's sake, if you're a centre back in football or centre back in. If you played a bit of G or GA with the hurling or the football, they're normally fairly solid guys. They're normally yeah. hard as nails. Do you know what I mean? And if you've got if you've got a guy who's saying, well, and you mentioned, yeah, you're fit to play, and he's going, oh, I'm not really, my my leg is still sore, this is right. You're kind of thinking to yourself, right, he's he's definitely not up for us. He's definitely not a guy for you want for a battle. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Julian Julian was a big unit of a man, but exactly. you know, he's good like freaking broken glass, didn't he? Yeah, you know, big, big thing, and that that would, and I like Turnbull, and that would be my only fear with a, a Turnbull. Like, if you look at look at Callum McGregor, McGregor couldn't wait to go back, and he played with a mask yeah. in his face. And look, you know, when he came back, then turns his first game back, he gets a goal. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Against Aberdeen, like, I mean, it's a difference in character, and like that's, like, I'm not saying like I don't think Turnbull's a good player, like, oh, he played it, but it's just. Pisses me off, Terence. The consistency isn't there with him. Like, you know, that's the thing that's. But massively, and then to be honest, Paul, when when the consistency isn't there, and you look at the the quality of the midfield that's there as as midfield players that are there, mm-hmm. you you go you go to struggle to play like go at the end of the season. I really wouldn't. With all the the signs we kind of see Ange doing and stuff like that, like I I I, I really wouldn't be surprised if. Tom actually doesn't have a future static on the Ange. You know, I, 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 really, I, 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 think, I think it's a bit up there. I, I, yeah. I'll give you that, Paul. I think it is a bit up there. You know, I really would, Mark. I really but would again, Paul, I said there, I had to go to the toilet there. That's where I had to go to the toilet. He's still only 23, Paul. Yeah, he's, he's, the young, same right? as, he's the same age as what, what, what Welsh and that we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I know, but it comes it comes down to game time, Mark. I mean, you can see Steve, you can you can see Turnbull playing. You can't see Stephen Welsh playing. Like there's no, like, like there's 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 Starfield, Vickers, Kobayashi you now, and Yins. So he's technically fifth choice. So he is like in this. Do you know what I mean? You know. No, when she, when she's definitely like tur, tur, whatever about that Turnbull is coming on, Mark. He's came on. The last game he's come on in this game. So you know, if he if he if he's progressively coming on for twenty minutes, half an hour, he eventually might get a start. I can't see that being this I can't see that being the flip side for for young Welsh. I mean where was uh, like Greg Taylor? Ralston where was he when they were like twenty three? Fucking Ralston was fucking torn fucking Scotland at that stage I say but was he? Ralston, 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 you need a little bit of mental toughness to say it yourself. Every little little tip or tap or knock you get, you can't say it yourself, I'm injured. You just can't say it yourself. Oh, I'm, not, I'm, not, me, I'm not saying me, news. But, but I'm just going to say, if you get a bang and it's a a, 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 knock, like a, a knock in the knee or a dead toy or something, you know, you shouldn't be out for two weeks. You just no, shouldn't be. Me, I, because you I, can't you shouldn't be I this question. I did discussion with Paul when you were gone. Like, McGregor came back, and as soon as he came back, he wore a mask after breaking his fracture in his cheekbone and the whole lot. And he was flying around the pitch. He couldn't wait to get going. He couldn't wait to get going. Whereas, whereas sometimes I think some of the players are a little bit too soft. And you know, for me, and I'd like to see Turnbull progress and, and get more game time and get better because he's a quality player. But if he's going to play two or three games and then be injured for two or three weeks and then come back, he's never going to be anywhere. Yeah, I just no, don't. You can see Ange, you can see like the way you know, Ange is going to be going up at Wigan. I don't think Ange is going to be going up at Wigan. I don't think Ange is going to be going up at Wigan. I don't think Ange is going to be going up at Wigan. I don't think Ange is going to be going up at Wigan. I don't think Ange is going to be going up at Wigan. I don't think Ange is going to be going up at Wigan. I don't think Ange is going to be going up at Wigan. I don't think Ange is going Exactly, and okay, that's uh, progressing and he's got it's, it's Terence said that, that's a good point, Terence, because a lot of these kind of modern players, it's oh, I've got a sore leg, I can't train the day, and blah blah blah. But that time, sure, but I got a knock in the knee inside the Champions League, Mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that was but, terrible. But you just was fatigued for a couple of weeks, you're like, that, I mean, there you go, fatigue, you're like, you know, I mean, you're like, hold on a minute, no pal. There's fellas who actually go to work five or six days a week and they train two nights a week with their local team and mm-hmm. they play a match on a Sunday. You have mm-hmm. to go train once, once, once a day and you're telling me you're tired. Are you serious? Like, I, I thought last night was one of the, the best games I saw Yasa actually having a while, actually. You know? It'd be, I, it'd be a funny game, but as I said, Paul, there's, there's, there's a couple of players there that likes a, that likes a Jada. Like, he, he, he can map his own future. We mm-hmm. all know how talented he is. We all know how how, how gifted he is. You need to apply yourself, I think, yeah, as well. It's how, much hard, it's how much hard work he's willing to put in to get to that. What's your you know, the, 
you touched him, yeah, actually, uh, Alistair Johnson. How how do you, how are you finding him? I've excellent again. I thought he, I, think, uh, I, thought he, I think he's a, I think he's a breath of fresh air. I think he's very good. Mhm. You know, and I was I, was it was it Peter Grant said it last night that he's used to the physicality as well because he used to play ice hockey, youth level over in Canada. So he's used to the the like I would say the kind of roughness of Scottish football marks. You know what I mean? So he's able to. Aye, he's got a wee bit of toughness about his own. Aye, he can take a physical side of stuff in that. Aye. I've, I've been very impressed with him since he's slot, he's slot it right in there. Pe- people have said that or other places, if he's been playing that position for years, and it really yeah, has. Know, like, and, you know, I'm, I'm happy too as well that Radisson is back as well, fairness to him. He, he was back in the bench last night. Um, just before we go, where do you think uh, is the role Eras is going to be played? Is, it, is, he, is he the backup to Callum McGregor now? Or, or where do we see him? I, I, I'm really lost with this because that's the role he plays, but I can't see him dropping. We spoke about two weeks ago on it. I can't see Ange dropping Tom McGregor for him. You know? So does he have a different plan for him? Or, well, I honestly don't, don't know. I don't know. Honestly, I think I know he's meant to be some player now, yeah, yeah. but first you've got to find that team. Exactly, and Peter Grant. Uh, and you've got to question as well here. I'll say this to you as well, Paul. See if there are of players that were meant to have been signed for this kind of CDM role and yes. all that. Right. None of them has worked out. None of them, because we're still playing McGregor there and he's ganting at it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying, but I've spoken about it a hundred times. In Scotland, we get away with it, but when you got into Champions League and that, McGregor gets exposed game after game, night after night in there. The only thing I would say though, Paul, is like that that young that young lad, Japanese lad, was the best player in Japan last season, the most valuable player, everything. Surely to God, he has yeah. He's what? Twenty five. Yeah, but surely to God, he's he's had a he's had a conversation with Pastor Kaglu, and he's obviously said, listen, I have no intention of coming over here now to sit on the bench. So, like, I can't imagine that he's going to come over and and not play him because it, that that to me seems seems you know, a complete waste waste of time. Like, but good chief not that same kind of conversation, but there maybe, but maybe, maybe, but the Gucci, but the Gucci one might be slightly different, Mark, in the sense that he was always injured. Mm-hmm. So I, I give I give that the benefit right. of the doubt, but I would be interested to see. How long it takes for this guy to get a game? Well, well, he he clearly, he clearly must he clearly couldn't have been assigned by Costa Cogler. I don't know what went on there because he never got a game. Do you think? But what I was saying to you, Mark, at the start of the the podcast about about him and he's uh, he's marked an appeal over in, over in Japan. No, did you know, Terence? Uh, he was on Vogue, Japanese version of Vogue last year, and Vogue got over fifty million posts about their. Uh, about him, honest, you know. So his marked appeal is huge. Is this could this be more of a marketing signing than an actually first team signing? For the player himself, the player, the player is twenty five. Paul, he wants to play football. Yeah, you know, because I'm hearing a lot. I, I'm actually hearing great things about him, like you know, that his passing ability is supposed to be. We've well, raved a bit, Paul. That's what, but that's yeah. what we're saying. Are we going yeah. to drop McGregor for him? 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying we're not doing No, what should we do now, Max? What should we do now the weekend? If 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 the lad is fit to play, he should be playing against Greenock on on Saturday, and McGregor should be rested. Uh, I would probably go with that, Paul. Yeah. I mean, again, no disrespect to Morton or that, but... Yeah, but these are the games... Uh, this is the, this is the game, Paul, I've said. Yeah. She comes Saturday, we should... Why not... I'm not saying start Rock or Vata. Why not bring him on for three or four Exactly, and up? especially, Mark, it's at Celtic Park, too. It's not uh, going to be on uh, a rough pitch. Uh, do you know what I mean? It's going to be on a proper pitch. Do you know what I mean? I have a couple of youth players... And on the bench, I mean, the game is hopefully done and dusted. Bring them on. Mm-hmm. Let them, let's see what they can do. Against, I mean, let's not be kidding. Mr. Youth players would get a game with Morton's team. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? They'd probably be, well, no, maybe no young, young-wise, but they'd, uh, like Rocco Vat, if he was Morton, he would be starting or he, he would be on the bench for them. So against that, teams at that level, against teams at that level, game I run out, if they get a few three nothing up with half an hour to go, similar to the the low lag teams, would they? They'd be kind of similar to I mean, that. Not be much, not be much better than that, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really uh, even even just talking about Boston and Lowell, that if for again throw him on for the last half an hour, for a, even for even a half time for two goals up, Boston Lowell's at a level you can rely on him to do that job. It's a pissy Seagrass is still injured as well, though, isn't it? Uh, but ideal for him. Yeah. Anyway, again, probably would have, he'd have played if he was fit. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. that, is the, that is the kind of games that should be helping to like, bleed our youngsters into the squad and get them used to playing at Celtic Park, at least. Exactly, Max. Start, start the, the likes of Haksabalovic, Yasser, Vida, Kyogo, get the game wrapped up 60 minutes, like bring these lads on then for the last 15. Aye. Give them a run out, like, you know what I mean? You know, which is the way Aye, there's no reason not to have two or three young players on that bench and give them a wee run out on Saturday. He's shown the game actually on, on Saturday. Is it BBC or is it? I don't, BBC I don't know. You should not. BBC Scotland, I think, are. Is that uh, who's got the rights to the Scottish Cup? I thought it would be Sky. You get rich to everything else. Oh, they do. It's going to Scottish Cup, yeah. Scottish Cup, yeah. There's Premier Sports, then they have the League Cup, isn't it, yeah? Aye. You know? Oh, no, did Premier Sports get the Scottish Cup as well off Sky, did it, Terence? I, no, I, I, no, to be honest, Paul, I would have thought it was, I would have thought it was Sky, because Sky normally have the, the, the Scottish Cup, unless, it, unless it's changed from last year, but I didn't, I, did, I don't know now, to be honest with you, Phil. Yeah. But it was always, it was always been on Sky, for as long as I can remember, yeah. anyway. It's always on Sky, yeah. No, it's in BBC One. BBC One, Whatever. yeah. I, I do you, use, do you get that? No. Yeah, we have to. Do you use that? BBC? Yeah, it's we in BBC Scotland, Mark. Yeah. It'll be shown live in BBC Scotland sports scene coverage starts at 12.15. Yeah, well, unofficially we don't have BBC Scotland. Oh, right, aye. <laughs> But do you use what's your version of that, that RTE? Yeah, but we like, have like a national broad. That's what they call the yeah. national yeah. broadcast. Is it RTE have, we use? Aye. Yeah, yeah we have BBC, but it'd be BBC London. Do you get me? You know, so you wouldn't get, you get BBC get... Scotland, like you know, because you know when BBC, you know, you know when the match comes on in in BBC One, then here Mark it might sh- it, it might go over to an episode of like EastEnders or something like that. It wouldn't show the game. Do you get me? You aye. Know? You know? Aye, aye. 
they, they won't have the, the television rights to the kind of show that here, you know. Uh, kind of international rights, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so that's 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 why they're. I think they the reason BBC can show us is because the BBC Scotland kind of show mark all the kind of look the, the the lower leagues over in Scotland, don't they? BBC Scotland show a few matches. Of the, uh, there's, there's a weird BBC like actual Scotland where they talk like Cuter stuff in that nation yeah. lower league stuff. Lower leagues like John Foreman and four four matches there you can kind of get them, and that's so I think that's why they can actually show. The, the match on, on Saturday, Packy Bonner might be in commentary, so that is there. Christ. Uh, that'll be an enjoyable experience then. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I, lo- I loved him growing up, loved him growing up. Aye, aye. It reminds me of Terry Wogan. Yeah. See if you listen to him, even looking at him, you can just see if you shut your eyes. Packy Bonner reminds me of Terry Wogan. You can just look like, to him. I watched. I watched. Uh, he was from Limerick, actually. Who? Terry Wogan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So didn't he start in RT terms? Want this? Yeah. 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 Um, I was watching Mark. There, uh, there were, it just it was both thick. I'd say it was last November. He was doing commentary for a match over there, but a lot of Celtic fans still called Packy Bonner as highly regarded over in, in, in Scotland. I think. Oh, aye. You know. He played his whole career there, Paul. That's what I'm saying. He's a legend of the club, like really, Mark. Isn't he still like? Aye, definitely. Oh, 100%. I, and I don't care what anybody says, by the way. <laughs> See, after the 1990 World Cup, Packy Bonner was the best goalkeeper in the world. Mm. I don't care what anybody says. Honestly, Packy Bonner was, a, was, in his prime, a really, really good goalkeeper. You know, I, I still remember that, boy. Mofty fucking missing the penalty by against and and uh, the commentary by Jim Hamilton, Terence member. No, do yeah. Well, you get back here and look at the kind of goalkeepers that was a get a bit. Packy Bonner was well up there with the rest of them. Without doubt, Mark. I mean that was a you know what? You look back at that Irish team like that was a great, great Irish team back then. Like one this like some very high and wheeling. But they run, they run, they run. They run Premiership players, Paul. If you look the England, 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 it's not as if it was any in the island were any in language. It was just one of the first countries to actually exploit it. Mm-hmm. And then you look at these with that David Wanker, that, that Jack Grealish and Declan Rice and that. So now was actually in goal now for Real Madrid, uh, BT. Zidane Zidane, son. Is he? Aye. He's the goalkeeper for them, right? Yeah, would, actually... would, you, would you want to know feel if you're there with Zidane? Exactly, Terence. Do you know what I mean? I mean uh, there's a goalkeeper. Uh, J.P. McBride was better. You watch out for. Like, he won't be coming to Celtic. <laughs> just, just let you know that Celtic won't be going. He's, he's a goalkeeper from. Is it? Is it Bromby? You think in Denmark? Is it Bromby? Is this? After called? Is this? Yeah. Right. He's a goalkeeper for them. He's 21. Uh, his name is is, is a Holtenstein or something like that. But this fella. Paul, did Dano mention him years ago in the it, forum? He did mark him. Yeah, he was about 18. Aye. 21 now, Mark, and the likes of Manchester United are scouting him, Barcelona are scouting him, 
Chelsea are scouting all the top teams. He's, he's the next Schmeichel. That's where Schmeichel came from. Yeah, he, he, he grew up watching Peter Schmeichel when he was young, Terence. And he came from Bromby. You know, he's supposed to United you know, signed, They signed Schmeichel from Bromby all those years ago. You know, I'm just in goalkeeper there. I'm very surprised no Premier team actually took a shot off Casper Schmeichel that he went off to France. You know? When he was leaving Leicester, I'm very surprised at that. Um, does it know that they wanted money off an English team if he went to an English team? The team uh-huh. of the was it no something like that? Probably was. Yeah. So he could go free. He could go free abroad, or they wanted money for an English team. Uh-huh. So he's obviously went. He's obviously went for the free because of the wages and saying you know stuff in that. So was that it, Tom? Was this? I think so. I Paul, I mean, this somebody tell me about that. I he was going to with money and stuff. For Schmeichel, well, he's he's a cracking keeper. Well, they're they're they're. I mean, I don't know what age is he now. Well, he'd be a prime example, Mark. What you're thinking of there? Aye, aye. Don't act after six, I said. You know, he's that old. He's, he's old enough. Aye, right? thirty-six. Aye, he's maybe a wee bit old for his bit. That's what I'm talking about. See, like a Casper Smeiko when we were trying to say Joe Hart. That's what I'm saying. Maybe a guy at thirty-four, thirty-five at that, how at that old, level. How, how old is Joe Hart now? He's thirty-four. Thirty-four, someone said. I think it is. She's like said we could still get two years out of him. You know? He's thirty six in April. Jesus. Well I don't know about that. Maybe, uh, we could, maybe maybe we could be looking for a keeper coming to summer when you say that. You know, cause boss. Uh, I thought we I thought he was only about thirty three, thirty four, we could have got another year out of him, kind of thing. According to Michael Demol Beal, they have the best keeper. They have the best defence, they have the best midfield, they have the best strike force, but they're still nine points behind Celtic. <laughs> but he, inherit, he inherited that, Paul. It wasn't his fault. You know, that's what, he, that's what he said today. He inherited that nine-point gap. It's nothing to do with him. Well, so there's no gap sores there, Mark, is there? There's no, no. We've not accounted that. That was <laughs> nothing to do with him. That was before. That's what he came out with today. I inherited that, so it's not my fault. Absolutely, I've, I've never. Mo- saw I saw some. I saw somebody call him and uh, Molly Gunnar Solshire. That <laughs> ended me. That was in stitches with that Molly Gunnar Solshire. I thought was that was what you were saying actually on on. on aye, aye, aye. I was wondering. I was wondering why you were saying Molly Gunnar Solshire. <laughs> <laughs> Molly, Molly Gunnar Solshire, <laughs> Solshire. I thought that was a He's then, then have an, an obsession about Celtic, what Celtic are doing. Do you know what I mean? Never. Do you know what I mean? He, 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 the man just loves the sound of his own voice. You know? If a, Celtic man, if a Celtic manager come in in the first six weeks of the job and start to act on that, Paul, I'd be like, well, I'd, be on here, uh, I'd be on here going nuts. Get your own house in order there before you start talking about what your neighbours are doing. Like, that's what I love about Ange. Do you know what I mean? Ange says, doesn't bother with that. He gets asked questions about it. Just doesn't bother me what they're doing with. Do you know what I mean? But a lot of it. A lot of it's to, to appease the mass. The mass spot. Oh, actually, actually, they that's exactly. They love that. Plenty of the gallery. Yeah, I, you I, know, I, I they lap that stuff up. Like if you, you know? looked, if you looked at, if you looked at, <clears throat> like him Van Van Bronckhorst is is comes across as a very classy individual on and off the pitch when he played mm-hmm. for them mm-hmm. and when he was when he was managing them. 
he, he the problem with the problem with someone like him is he's too honest, mm-hmm. and that that doesn't that doesn't bode well for anyone when he, when he when he's too honest when he's saying we don't have this we can't do this mm-hmm. we're not able to do that then mm-hmm. that that was that was like burying his own burying oh, his own grave for him you know what I mean? Did you mm-hmm. see Cairns? I I I I think Van Bronckhorst. I didn't. I hate him when he played with him because he was a good player. No, because he was a what, he was one of them or anything. He was a, he was a classy player. Above PSV and Ajax with Feyenoord, you're doing you're, you're, you're something good. I said, I said that. I said that. Paul Van Bronckhorst yeah. was a great coach, and even though he played for them, he wasn't here long enough to get swallowed up with all that. But you're talking about terms, or oh, you can't. If you're a Rangers connected to them, you can't say that's a. You, you can't. You can't say anything wrong about Rangers at all. Mm-hmm. And that, you're, you're saying to us when he came out and says, "Look, people say that oh, who's the millions of money? We've got millions of money, right away. That's our lips. What's he talking about? That's he shouldn't be saying that. They can't say that." Mm-hmm. You, 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 people wanted him sacked, sacked because he had a conversation with Pastor Caldo in a coffee shop. I know. Yeah. Aye. Exactly. You know, I wonder. Does, um, it's like I go on a bit. Right, sorry, to interrupt there, Paul. Right, yeah. I go on. Right, I used to go on about Peter Law came out and said about. Oh, we're a Champions League club, we're this, we're that. And I used to say all the time, well, act like this. Act like it, Mark. Right? Mm. But, I mean, I, I honestly, this might sound a bit mental, right? But I honestly, God, think that it is the Rangers that are holding back the full of Scottish football. Mm-hmm. Because Celtic are a well-run company. We make millions every year. We're well run, our books are on order, blah, blah, blah. We don't pick fights, we're not in the papers moaning about stuff. And, I mean, all, well, these, do- all these dossiers stuff. Your stadium. Uh, just, why couldn't they know just like act like Celtic Day and then both of them get together and say, look, it seems to do a shape that we all argue I, about. Did I, did I get together that? and make the Scottish game better. Well, did I see those well, Mark, that uh, is it the PLS football Knows banned from Ibrox because they came out and said something that Celtic war being. Aye, aye, aye. Aye. From I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine? I don't. Who's Liverpool's not about a doldrums and that kind of thing. Can you imagine Liverpool is a club or their manager or that coming out with the kind of stuff he? You know, yeah. About Rangers. Yeah. Now, people, Celtic fans say, oh, why do Celtic not speak up on this? Why do you See, a lot of the things, I'm glad Celtic don't speak up on it. Because it just makes you as petty as them and as twisted as them. Aye, look at the bigger picture. Celtic, right, Peter Lowell said we're a Champions League club, right? I'm saying start acting it. But when it comes to stuff like that, Paul, we're on a different level for them. That cinch thing and all that as well. That's going to be... Like, I, know, I know now it's a good bit away, like, but that's going to be the next step now we're going to see on the Ange how much we progress as a football club in, in, in Europe next season. You know? I own the park, I... Yeah, you know, it really is. Uh, just as I was saying there before we go about Michael Moore, uh, the key card Michael Moore, Jesus Christ. Do you remember the the film Robin Hood Men in Tights? I wonder does his Moore move around his face when he gets stressed like the big <laughs> Oh, I've, I've never watched it. I've seen adverts and that, but I've never actually watched it. Jesus Christ! The man. best times the one out of Austin Powers with the guy out the window, he just poked <laughs> the stick with the <laughs> owner. Oh, the cameraman. <laughs> 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 
camera. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, it's getting bigger and bigger every time I see it. Next, is going to start doing the interviews, I'm sure. Aye. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did, did you see the, 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 the wee thing as well, the way you was sitting chewing stuff at the side of the park? It was like a coo chewing the cud. Jesus Christ, man. Remember that when Bill used to chew the tobacco and his fucking teeth used to be done? Matt Lennon. Yeah. It, 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 it's, no, it's no tobacco. Oh, wait, so it's just snuff or something, Mark, was it? Snuff? It's, it's kind of snuff. It's a... It's, it was a... Big Nalby that got him into it, wasn't it? Was it's it? a Swedish thing, aye. Used to be hanging years ago. I was only a young boy. It was only up the road from me in East School Bride. They made the things. And they were called Skull Bandits. And it was chewing tobacco, chewed like wee pouches, like a wee toty tea bag of chewing tobacco. But Jeez. I don't know, Terence, are you old enough maybe to remember a programme called That's Life with Esther Ranson? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She highlighted this thing, and the place ended up getting shut down. And I think it's the same kind of idea. It's illegal in the UK, but it's not illegal in like Scandinavian countries, and it's these wee pouches of kind of chewing tobacco. But in a whack off it, like. What? To get a, a like a buzz office. It's a big thing in America, like isn't it? Aye, it's like chewing tobacco in America, Paul. But it's like a wee tea bag, I think. Jam you get a buzz yeah. if you smoke. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's, no, you don't get like stoned or anything like that. It's basically like a cigarette pod. Aye, equivalent to the cigarette. It's probably. It's probably. It's a wee tea. tea Paul, probably the best way to describe it. It's like maybe a wee tea baggy. Chewing gums you get to stop smoking. You still get wee nicotine rushes off yeah, it kind yeah, of yeah, thing yeah. in that. Jesus but, aye, that's disgusting stuff, man. It used to be black, but didn't it? Aye. Jesus Christ, man. Do you know what? He had a stick bucket down next to him, so he was spitting into that. <laughs> you know? Uh, that's it for tonight, lads. Uh, we'll be back uh, Sunday night where we talk about the uh, Scottish Cup football replay. Uh, we'll be back uh, SBN like Terence if you're wrong again about Sunday night. So more than welcome as always. Uh, Mark controls the show. Hey, thanks very much, everybody that tunes in live and listens back to it. Paul, for everything you do, turns. Thanks very much as usual for coming on, especially mm-hmm. just quick coming on kind of thing. I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, share and like it. The links to our forum, our Discord, and everything's in the description box below. You're all more than welcome to join. Hail, hail, good night, lads, and God bless. This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel.